0: Good
1: afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show, where we deliver you a constant flow of heat direct from the street. I'm your host, Steve Lucky Luciano. Your certified qualified connect to Southern California.
0: And on my right is Chumahan Bowen, lawyer man Southern Californian, American Indian, Elegant Barbarian.
1: (laughs) Yes, sir. And on my left on sound,
0: Sean Lewis, certified audio professional and, and engineer for the show. Oh, damn it, man. Look at Sean on Here the turntable.
1: Man, there goes that glimmer. Look at, Look at all that. up. That's all, all it the... takes.
0: Woo! All right, uh, come on, yeah, Sean, yeah, come on. We got to start
1: the show. Stop it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Put the records away. <laughs> come on, stop it now. Stop with the scratching. Thank you. Uh, Gentlemen, uh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful day out here in Costa Mesa. Um, and gentlemen, we we have a guest on today. Yeah, who do we got? <laughs> uh, let me tell you, when I tell you that uh, <laughs> I got a brother from another mother, mother. I mean, I really, I got, I got a dear, dear friend, a man I, I highly, highly respect. This gentleman has um, has had quite a turbulent life, um, quite a story, quite an experience, um, and has uh, had quite a journey, man, that has not uh, tarnished this gentleman's shining soul. Uh, I have a lot of love and respect for this gentleman. I have a friend that came down from San Francisco, drove down to do the show today. I'd like to welcome my dear friend Brian Stevens.
2: Brian, Brian Stevens. Woo, <laughs> oh, uh, man, Brian. Thank you very much. I'm, oh, man, so I'm very happy to be here. All right, Good let's man.
0: let's let's start out. What is the what are his stats like? What's the stats for Brian? So people that are listening can get a handle on who we're dealing with. Listen, um,
1: I've been friends with Brian for a few years. Brian um, did the California CDC tour. Brian was was gone um, for quite a while. Brian served 36, 35 years in state prison for 30, crime. 35, 35 years,
2: years and two months. Yes, thirty, uh, hey, you
0: don't forget that number. Who's counting? <laughs> right, right thirty five yes. years and two months. And we're, you know
1: what? And 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 we're going to get in depth, and we're going to talk to Brian. We're going to we're going to get to hear uh, Brian tell us about his story. But what, what I want to say is that Brian. Um, in my opinion, was somebody that that kind of got railroaded, was gone a long time for something that happened when he was young. And more than anything, me and Brian became friends. And this gentleman, man, somebody that might have a reason to walk around full of resentments and angry at the way the world, it worked out for him. Some people would have a very valid reason, you might think, and Brian's not that guy this man has uh, his life has changed and he is he has taken a position of helping men and women who have gone through the similar experience and his job today is helping men and women um, get reincorporated or re-entry into help them re-entry back into society in their life as he's done himself. And how 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 old was he when he went away? Well, let's find out right now. Let's right. talk let's to let's, let's,
2: let's, let's, to let's the get source. It. Brian hey. Hey, hey
1: welcome to the show again, Brian. And, yes. and um, <laughs> appreciate.
2: It.
1: Let's start Brian, how long have you how long have you been out?
0: Uh, I've been out 3
1: years now. You so you paroled 3 years ago. 3 years.
0: All right, so it's 2016 2016. What month did
2: you come, what month? I came out July 6th, 2016. Just after Independence Day. That's why they held me, I should have got out on the 4th, but they, because of the holiday, they held me for two more days. Can you
0: believe that, what? (laughs) Yeah, let me go. Ain't that fucked up. Ain't that about a bitch. Can (laughs) you imagine that, you've done a long ass bid, and then you gotta still also wait for the holiday schedule.
1: Ain't that, now Brian, how long, give me the exact Years, dates, month. How long were you down exactly?
2: Uh, Phil, I fell. I I committed my crime in uh, May sixth of in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, of nineteen eighty one. Nineteen eighty one. Eighty one. I was released July sixth of nineteen of two thousand sixteen. a thirty five and a half 35 years. Thirty five years. Thirty five years and well, two months. Wait. So and you? Are, how old were you months. when you went in? Uh, well, I was 23. I was twenty three. Twenty twenty four. July twenty fourth. Twenty three years old.
0: Think about what you were like at
2: 23. Dude.
0: <laughs> I don't even remember that guy.
1: I, I, I was an idiot. Yeah. Sean. Well, I'm still half an idiot, but I was
0: an
3: idiot
1: Sean, what were you though.
0: like at 23? Tell us what you were doing, Sean, at twenty. Sean, what
1: were you doing two years ago at 23?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you. Um, you look shit, good for 23. Man. Yeah, thank yeah. you. He's
0: 25. Uh, uh, shit, man. I was doing nothing. I was, uh, I was working at Circus Circus in Reno. Stop. He you was gotta, working at right. Circus Circus. Making minimum wage. In Reno. In Reno. Not even Las Vegas. Yeah. Right? Hey, The y- biggest uh- little city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, terrible. Right, right. He was working minimum wage, 23 years old,
2: Circus Circus. What were you doing at 23, Brian? Well, I was working in Las Vegas at the California Hotel in the ballet. So
0: you were already bigger time than Sean. Yeah, way right. bigger. Yeah.
2: I was in a bigger city.
0: Unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> So
1: 23 years old um, And this was 1981. 1981 Okay
0: wait let me run down quickly uh, Like the cost of Like the the, the the average cost of a new house In 1981 when Brian went away It was Okay think about what the cost of a house is now Okay. Okay. The average cost back then Was $78,000 oh That's
1: God. nuts man the co- change,
0: Dude, the cost of gas when Brian went away, mm. just so that everybody can kind of get, because sure. there's a lot of people that aren't even 23 that are, gonna, are, that are listening. They got mm. people writing in, sending me emails, or like, excited about hearing what you're going to do. And they're like, listen, you know, these, some of these people are 19. They don't even have an understanding of what the world was like. Right. Okay. A gallon of gas, right? Sean, what do you think a gallon of gas in 1981 was? Uh, 81? 81, motherfucker. I would say under a dollar, it was a dollar25. Oh, Think about man. that. Wow. Right now it's at four something. It's 450. I just bought a, ga- a whole tank yesterday Look at it, bro. <laughs> a
1: pack of cigarettes.: Yeah, was 99 cents back then. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Well, I'll tell you when I went in, a pack of cigarettes was 60 cents in the joint in the joint. Yeah, a can of Bugler was. 295. That's cr- <laughs> Back in that time.
1: That's crazy, That's crazy. yeah. 60 All right. Cents for a pack of and you, now let's talk now let's bring up another let's bring up some a, a few other things. Um okay, Brian, when you were what year were you in high school? What year was I high school? Yeah, 75. Okay, so in, in 75, <laughs> they weren't talking about and they didn't have any computer classes. No, in 75.
2: No, computers were not even Okay. Of.
1: So I went through high school between 82 and 85. Those were my high school years. And and computers were just being introduced into the high school settings and that's maybe 83 82
0: in 1981 Muhammad Ali officially retired that's how long ago that is
1: okay. it's just it, it's just you know what is tripping me out is the advancements in technology um, oh uh, uh, just like it's just like be I can't even because I'm 51. So I remember nineteen eighty one and I know kind of what was going on in nineteen eighty one in comparison to right now, it's just like there was just a huge I think Chumon brought up a good point. If you went to prison in eighteen fifty, right, <laughs> like right? and right. you got out in eighteen eighty, right? Like yeah, dudes were riding horses in 1850, and they're still riding horses in 1880, right? Right, they were giving out horses. <laughs> right, okay, right. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's, wheel it's, the wheel hadn't been invented. Thirty, a, 30, a, 30 no. a saddle and a thirty, a uh,
2: thirty, 30, 30 six. They, yeah, yeah, they give you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So like,
0: check it out. So you go in, you do a long bid, you come out. The world ain't that much it's different. Change that much, right? It's still the motherfuckers were riding horses when you went in. They're still riding horses when you come out. Right. Now listen. Eight, eight, 1981, Brian, right? Let me just ask you, let me just fucking throw you some softball easy questions. First of all,
2: 1981, were there cell phones? Well, I can tell you, I was going to say, my, a good reference point, I I've, ne- I've never seen a cell phone until I got out in 2016. Damn it, man. Holy that's shit. Never, tu- now, never touched one. Okay, now I was saying to Chumahan that the
1: concept of a cell phone, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong, in 1981, was there like, the big giant Wall Street executive billionaire guy that had a brick
2: that you'd seen on TV. That gray there, thing? There was the big brown one with the antenna. That, right. Construction <laughs> sites used. You never really, they were like $3,000. Nobody Right, okay, thing. right. $3,000. Right, 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 right. We, we okay. used to laugh about those things. I mean, really, that's people don't carry those things around. Right, okay, good, okay. So that's kind
1: of where that was at. So just take think about that, you know? Right. There was no internet.
2: You no? no internet came out in 97. I don't know. Like yeah. that, something like that. S- yeah, in the early 90s. I
0: don't know, but like, so when you're doing time and it's that long and you're away that long... How when you, first of all, how do you find like you find out about the internet? Do you guys have access to like pictures, news, and all that shit? Yeah, when
2: me we, we were aware of what was going on you know, from television. That was pretty much our reference point.
0: Right. So what's the perspective for somebody who went in that wasn't a thing, and then all of a sudden you see them talking about it? Like, what did you guys talk about it? Like, what did you think about it? Did you have any thoughts, or you're like, I, I by never, then
2: you're just like, fuck it, it doesn't involve no, me. No, I never really thought about it. I, I like I was out of state for 24 years, so California. If I'd have stayed in California. It, uh, pretty much everybody had a cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. But in Nevada nobody had one because it was a felony. So they they would prosecute you for a cell phone carried one to six. So nobody had them. So I never saw one. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. All right. So All right, t- so so, so
0: twenty three. He goes in. It's nineteen eighty one. We've established it's a totally fucking different world. No Trump president. No whatever. Uh, so yeah. What yeah, do you got?
1: Let's
2: back up. Let's, so let's back up, Brian. Where uh, where'd you grow up, Brian? I grew up in Las Vegas. I'm from, I was born in South Carolina, and now I lived my entire life in Las Vegas. You
1: grew up in Las Vegas.
2: and um,
1: But you got your case in California. California. Were right you here out here Los visiting? Angeles. I was here in visiting a
2: girl that I, I met in Las Vegas. Uh, I started dating this girl that lived in Long Beach. And we, she used to come see me. I used to go see her. I went down for Cinco de Mayo. She invited me down for Cinco de Mayo. That's why I was here. Back up a second, Brad. Did you, let me? I got some, I got Cinco some questions de I want to ask. What?
0: what
1: uh, single parent, uh, both parents. How'd you grow up?
2: Uh, I grew up with a stepfather that was a real piece of shit. Uh, damn. Yeah, he was evil man. I grew had What my, made him evil? He just he 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 had this problem. The dynamic was with uh, with stepchildren was really uh, an issue for him. Uh, he 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 took his anger, whatever it was, out on me, my, myself. Physical my abuse. Fis- complete. I mean, like with fists abuse. and oh, shit. Yeah, hospital, all that. I mean, God yeah, I, mean, I went through it with that dude. OK,
1: because I'm just trying to, you know, I, I spent I spent a good amount of pri- time in prison and I'm constantly asking and I'm constantly evaluating different things about men in prison, including myself and in reviewing my life. And what are some of the similarities or what are some of the, the things that might have happened? And I, I, I find it very interesting that there's a lot a lot of there's a lot of common situations that go down. You and mean men, that meant that with men that
0: end what's up. What's one of the common? Well, well what did you uh, identify?
1: Uh, a lot of, well, single parents is one.
0: Number one. Father
1: not present. Okay. Um, abuse. Drug abuse. Physical abuse. Right. Uh, sexual abuse. Right. I find a lot of this. A lot of just uh, you know, not all of it, and you can't say that it's all the time, but in more eight out of ten. There was either physical, sexual tra- trauma, abuse, yeah, um, and a lot of single-parent families. A lot dude, families.
0: you know, and I'm, I'm hearing you talk about that, and it's got to be because you have to wonder uh, up to a point, like, uh, what causes people to do some of the shit that they do, right? And there was one time I was in law school at Pepperdine, and they brought the Los Angeles DA in. I can't remember his name. It's a fat, white dude. Can't remember his name. And he came in, and I had one question. Hey, everybody wants to know about criminal science and criminal justice, and they mm-hmm. watch the CSI, and they're, like, you know, trying to have their little theories. But something deep, deep down, I was always like, you know, <clears throat> there's so many stories. Like, a guy's joining the mafia, and you don't rat, then they get caught, then they're I mean, there's a, enough of them that you kind of can see what's coming down the pike a little bit. But but what's causing – like, if we're really – like, if some somebody like the – Los Angeles like DA is interested, is he really interested in cleaning up crime, Mm -hmm. right? And if so, what's the real solution? Because we've been doing the same shit for how long and we still got some of the same, all right. And I raised my hand in a room full of a thousand people, right, Mm -hmm. they're like, any questions for the DA? And I'm like, he ain't gonna call on me. I raised my hand and he would had been the DA in LA County or whatever for like 30 some odd years. He was like probably Lee Baca's buddy, you know, like one of those fuckers. And I was like, I raised my hand, and he called me, and I said, why do people commit crime? You've been doing this for X amount of years. you probably prosecuted X amount of criminals. Since you've got the vantage point, and you've got the experience, and you've got the training, why do people do it? And he looked at me, and he took, like, probably a 10-second pause, and he said, I don't know. That's what he said. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know.
1: Interesting. The DA. Been 36 years. How
0: many lives do you think he's affected? Yeah.
1: He has no idea what the fuck's going on. He
0: couldn't explain it in a cogent way. I mean, at least he had the guts to say, I don't know. Yeah, I give him that. But still, it's kind of crazy. So it's like, what the fuck are we doing here?
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, to be that submersed in the uh, ground zero of it yep. and really not know what and the not, fucking cause or the root or anything is.
0: Probably one of the biggest places to do conviction. It's not like some small podunk, they do one conviction a year. This is like thousands right. of a month. He's like, I don't know, I'm just doing my job. <laughs> right, I'm just <laughs> collecting a paycheck. a paycheck. That's
1: right. Um, that's crazy. So, so Brian, you grew up in Vegas. So fast for- so a lot of problems with your stepfather.
2: Oh yeah, a lot When did you get problems. out of that house?
0: How old were you when you got out of that house?
2: Uh, I ran away when I was about sixteen and never went back.
0: See that shit? When somebody, when a kid leaves a house at sixteen, like right now we got people who don't leave the house and they're thirty-two. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So if you're sixteen and leaving the house, something's fucking up, right?
2: Yeah, uh, well, it, it was a constant battle with him. You couldn't. It was. It was. It was hands-on whenever we were in the room together. Did Just, mom stay with him? Yeah, she stayed with him. I used to blame her for it, Damn. And, but I, she was my my father. My real father was abusive to her, so I, I used to watch him beat up on her like a man when I was, what six years old, and so I think she was just happy it wasn't her being beat on, right? Wow, wow, that's heavy. That's crazy.
1: That's a tough situation. Very. <laughs> um, you bump out at sixteen. So, so let's let's kind of let's kind of fast forward a little bit. Um. So you're out in Vegas, you're working, and uh, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. de Mayo. You're out
2: there seeing. You're out visiting a chick that you're dating. Well, yeah, we were like, like a little long distance thing. I met her on New Year's Eve. I, her and her, her cousin were, you know, there at valet. You close the parking lot on New Year's Eve, because it's impossible to park. Right. And you pretty much hustle parking from that point on. And I saw him and I waved him in. And that's and we, we we went to a party at the Hilton Hotel where a, a friend of mine. Which we'll get into later, mm-hmm. <laughs> which you have talked about earlier, uh, had a suite at the Hilton Hotel. Mm-hmm. So we invited them to a Hilton Hotel for a party that night, and that's how I started dating her. Gotcha.
1: You're in town. I mean, obviously. Bro. I mean, give me the run, give me the rundown, man. Well, I, I just, all I'm right. Like, so you wait a
0: second. He comes into
2: town for a party. It's Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, she right. invited me down. I flew in from- Was uh, she hot? Oh, very hot. What
0: was she? Kendra, was she?
2: I won't say her last name, because she still could be around. Wait, her
0: first name is what? Kendra. Oh, if your name is Kendra, you beautiful know you're girl. hot. Yeah, That's I'm a beautiful, beautiful girl's girl. name. Absolutely. You can't be Kendra and <laughs> know, not be hot. I know a very couple hot, hot strippers named Kendra, actually. <laughs> she could have definitely been a stripper. She <laughs> was very hot. Okay. And was she- What you're was she, blonde or brunette? Blonde. Absolute and
2: you're blonde. 23, bro. Yeah, 23. Right? And
0: Kendra's like, Cinco de Mayo. Was she
2: Latina or she was- No. she. was she was actually- I think she was actually Italian. Italian. Uh, That's what's Luciano, Steve
0: Luciano's at the time. Wonderful. So, so she's like, uh, she's like, come on down. We're gonna. It's gonna be Uh, a good time. I
2: flew in, and uh, and her cousin actually picked me up. Uh, We went and I met her, and we just we stayed together that same day. That night, I called. I called my who's my co defendant. He lived in uh, Northridge. I called him, and my best friend answered the phone from Las Vegas, which I had no idea he was down here. And and he didn't know I was down here. And he's mad. He'd come on up. So we drove up and partied with him all night long in Northridge. In Northridge. And like, how Northridge. are you guys partying? Like, what the fuck? We're does... Hitting all the clubs in New York, New York, all the clubs at the time. That were right. Hot in Los Angeles. Drinking booze. Yeah, doing all that. Sports Dancing. Cocaine. You know everything. Yeah. Every, yeah. Quaaludes and coke. The whole now, yeah. now the full book.
0: What's the I, Bill Cosby I, drug? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, we call we we, we yeah we <laughs> we, we <laughs> call those we call those BC pills.
1: Was it was it was it uh social i need and i and i need i want to know this was was it social partying or or was it did was there a pro, was there an issue going on at that point in time in your life were you abusing drugs or not oh absolutely okay absolutely okay
0: right, but but like listen dude obviously if you you like live in a house that's full of pain that's what that is and then you run at 16 you got to self there's going to be some self
2: medicating well, going on I, I was i was an athlete growing up and i was really good in school and then what they, sport I played football and baseball. Really what good position baseball. did you play in football? I, well, in those days, you played both sides of the ball. I played defensive and receiver.
0: Uh, so you were you were big and fast. Yeah, I was
2: very tall and fast at the time. Yeah. Damn. Okay. And, and I played baseball, which I played the outfield, and eventually played second base as well as first base. Okay. I was kind of a utility player. Right. But he took all that away. Stepdad. Yeah. Probably jealous. No. I don't know what his deal was, but he was a he. he was, was a, trying to break you. Yeah, I don't know what it was, what his deal was, but he had you know he had a son also, and we, we fought constantly him and I, and they separated us, which they he they blamed me for of course. But and two he had two daughters, and so he let he, my mom left one day and came back. I have a surprise. Came back, and it was a, a whole new family. I was like, really? What is this? It's three more siblings and a, and a stepfather. How long? How which long? I had never met. Damn, so no it wasn't, idea who this dude was you weren't even, because like know. now
0: when you look at like television sitcoms, they like sit down the bio son and they're like, listen, we're going to make a life decision. I want to know how you feel. It wasn't, it no, she, I
2: mean, I kind of knew who he was because uh, eventually, you know, my father, this is really crazy. All I ever saw growing up was violent. So it wasn't a hard stretch for me to end up where I ended up. So my stepfather, my real father came, all, followed my mother out here. We were living actually in California at the time. And he followed her out here. My stepfather, they had a confrontation. He ended up stabbing him. I saw all that go down. Wait, who stabbed him? My stepfather stabbed my real father. Holy shit. Protecting my mother. Yeah, pretty bizarre. Crazy. Wow, you saw (laughs) that. I saw that, yeah. That's crazy. Holy shit. So that's the kind of stuff I grew up with. All right, so that's the background.
1: You're out here, bro, and you're going. You get invited. You guys are out partying. You're in Northridge. I'm in Northridge. And kind of... Kind of, kind of, if you will, in a general way, right? I mean, take me, how does this go down, man? What, well, f- I mean, and dude, man.
0: how many, guys, listen, how many times did you, the, the intention was good, the setup was positive, we're coming down
2: to party. It's Cinco yeah. de Mayo, right? Like, yeah, there was no thought about killing somebody. That was never a thought process. Right, 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 right. So what happened? Well, like I said, we came up here and we were partying as the nightclubs start to close at two o'clock in the morning, everything closes down. We ended up going to Robert's house. And I won't say a last name at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. This is co-defendant? This is one of my co-defendants. Damn. Who lives in California. Right? He lives in he was in Northridge at the time. Uh if he's listening, he knows who he is. Damn. Uh You better run for the hills. <laughs> you better run for the hills, Robert. <laughs> yeah, we'll hear more about him later. But uh it really makes the story juicy. This will probably be the one most controversial podcast ever when that comes out, right? We've and and this and I've
0: had some uh, legal people come in and take a look at what we're about to talk to today. So we've got some things we can say on the record and some things that are that the some that things i'd tourney, love to say
2: but yeah our attorney
0: yeah it's crossed it out I'm like what so but i'll keep an eye on that so okay you just go ahead and do your <laughs> thing so can't we, wait for the book to <laughs> come out. Okay. i'm sure oh. i'm sure he well, can't either right, the, yeah. the title the working titles on uh, brian's book. by the way brian's story that you're about to hear is, is phenomenal and the, some of the working titles we got are Diamonds Are Forever,
2: <laughs> right? Payback's a bitch. Payback is a bitch. What's yeah, the yeah, other yeah, one? A yeah, yeah. diamond in your eye? No, I don't know. <laughs> I just <made>
0: that up. <laughs> All right, so Best of Intentions, best Northridge. Best of Intentions.
2: I, I Maybe backtrack a little bit. Kendra and I want. She wanted to go back and have sex, and of course, me to being an asshole, I wanted to stay with my friends. I, mean, I don't know what that was about. That's a twenty-three-year-old's type yeah. of thinking, oh, right? Man. Yeah, I brain got pussy to, forever. Has, yeah, forever. Yeah, for you. You told to me evolve. that, but you told
1: me that, Brian, because you're like, if I would have just gone back and had sex uh, this beautiful happened.
2: girl, when I went back, I wouldn't be sitting here right now, telling you. Right. <gasps> right, right, right. You right, see, and that's why. Right, Listen, right, that's right. why I tell people, sex saves lives. Yeah. In this case, it would have. Would have for sure. Two lives. Yeah. yeah. T- Several lives <gasps> were right. ruined yeah, over right. this. Yeah. So uh, I, we end up back at his house in Northridge, and he's asking myself and Greg, who my other co-defendant, who I grew up with, if we would go over to his friend's house and pick up an ounce of cocaine that he had purchased earlier. Sure. So sure. We, went, we went over there. And Hell yeah. It was a condominium complex with about eight condominiums, and there was a... Security gate in and in a, in a intercom. We started ringing everything. Waked up the, We woke up everybody Of course they're pissed off. It's three o'clock in the morning. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys and, are fucking high. Yeah, we're assholes fuck, Right, you know, yeah, we yeah, 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 So All right. we I want ounce of cocaine so we can get back to these hot, you know, yes. party. Yes. So Get it. We end up getting in a fight with everybody in the complex <laughs> I mean it, literally everybody in the complex came out with bats and attacking us and it yeah, was- yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you guys stayed on mission. Yeah, we stayed. We uh, had to get that ounce of cocaine. I mean, yeah, right. That was the mission.
0: Listen, that was what video games were back yeah, then. Yeah, you didn't so. have it on. The whole crew came out <laughs> yeah, one we, at a time.
2: We ended up. They ended up beating up the two two sixty, which belonged to Bob's uh, Z that he had. Two sixty Z.
1: Now that was the hot car back in, in those back. days. <laughs> yeah,
2: two sixty yeah. Z. the two eighty, so the two sixty. Some people
1: don't even know what a Datsun is. Dude, a Datsun two sixty z was a sports two seater sports two-seater car. Two seater sports car. That was like. That was like the, uh, it was just like the hot
0: sports car. Oh, yeah, if like, like you like had
1: that. a 280Z or 260Z, that
0: was badass. Yes, hey, know? but the Datsun, like that was one of the original Japanese cars, right? Yeah. That's before yes. Toyota and yeah. Nissan and all that. I don't even know if do- Datsun doesn't Absolutely. even exist anymore. No,
2: no. I think they got bought up. up. Yeah, and I don't think something. they do exist anymore. No,
0: they yeah. got bought up by either Toyota Nissan or, or Nissan, Toyota. Yeah. For so for I D- think D- they're the same. Datsun,
2: D-A-T-S-U-N, Datsun. yeah. So, all right, so all right, so, so the- we're over there. End up, they end up beating that car up with bats, break the windows, all that out. <laughs> so we get in and take off, and we go back to to Robert. Now I'm I've been stabbed in the hand, so I'm bleeding all over the place. Looks a lot worse than it is. Right. We get there and he sees us. He he uh, he he panics. I go in the back bathroom and walk, start washing up. He jumps in his his Porsche. Now at this time he's taking two guns, which we I, we don't know anything about. He's already called the police. We don't know about that. This is co defendant. This is my co defendant. Yeah. These guns are registered in his name, so these are a ma- matter of public record.
1: Yes. Wait a minute. Now he wants to go back. Yeah. Wait, he wants he to go wants back. He wants to go away. see
2: why, what happened to We didn't get the ounce of cocaine, and uh. he wants to go see what happened to his friends. Mm-hmm. So we jump back in his 2AZ, We follow him back over there like Greg and I do. And when we get there, he, he hands me a gun, and he jumps over the fence and lets us in. At the at the condo at the contemplant complex, and we get inside, and now we're we're running around. Here we got two guys with guns running around. Like oh my idiots. God! The cops have been Hi. called. And yeah, you the don't cops know have it. been called wait, already. Wait, who
0: called the cops? He, uh, Robert did. Your co defendant called, called him. Them. Yeah, we, why came, would he call the
2: cops? I have no idea. That came out later.
0: Wait, wait, wait look at this straight. Your co defendant who handed you guys
2: guns, guns who took who, the guns over there, who broke, it, who trespassed, trespassed, took the guns there because he wanted his ounce of coke. That's, yeah. He you, yeah. He called the cops. He called the cops. That doesn't make any sense Does that to make any sense? I that makes absolute not, not zero. Either. To this day, I haven't been able to get my head around that. Jesus. Wow. Me either. So I ended up, long story short, I end up. we end up going to the co- the door where we had we had the biggest problem where the ounce of cocaine was. These were his friends. Okay. They opened the door. Of course, they've got bats and lead pipe. They both got. They're ready. Out, so I got a gun in my hand. Yeah. So I point the gun at them and Robert pushes the gun down and tells me, get out of here. So I take off co-defendant says get out of here yeah, as I as I'm leaving. I look up in a window and I see a, a figure that for some reason startles me and I shoot at it. <sighs> yeah, really stupid. So it was like a reaction. Yeah, I don't still don't know. I mean, I don't know what I was seeing. It, it startled me and I, I just fired one shot at it. You were already agitated. Yeah, and I'm like already I'm completely out of control. Right. I'm already I'm already snapped. Fuck. And later find out the, the bullet goes through the wall. Hits a, hits a 2 by 4 and changed direction and it hits the victim in the chest who was kneeling down looking out the window with a gun in his hand. Uh. I didn't see him. So you weren't even like aiming at that no, person? No, I, I didn't even know he had come out because he had pulled a gun on me earlier but I didn't consciously remember that or know that he, what, where he came out of because there were so many people. Right. right, he was behind a wall you couldn't even see him. Yeah, but it, it looks crazy. Think about that. I, I ended up killing the same man that pulled a gun on me earlier, a few minutes earlier. Right. What's the, what's the odds of that?
0: I a had to subconsciously
2: d- know where that dude, where he was at.
0: But it, but you, yeah. But you know what? I'm not. I'm gonna say I, I. don't. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because, I mean, you were in a frightened state. You look back. You see a figure. You fire the gun. And 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 if the bullet changed trajectory, then there's no way that you were subconsciously thinking I'm gonna try to get that guy.
2: No, no. I don't, I never have been able to, to figure out exactly why I did what I did. Well, the first thing you know, it's funny is
1: that when you tell me that story, and when you first told me that story, you say to me. You talk about fate. That's what you yeah, said to me. Yeah. You said it again the other night again when we were talking about it. You're like, you want to talk about fate, bro? You just fired the thing. a lucky shot.
2: Yeah. It, it, unlucky shot. Unlucky actually. shot. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, I took right. a, I took a man's life who didn't deserve that. I mean, he was he came, he was protecting. Even though they say later he wasn't this he wasn't this innocent victim, which he was in my opinion. He was absolutely an innocent victim. Uh, he he had pulled a gun. I mean, he's protecting his property, and his family. Right. You know they found a machete in his car They took several guns out of his house Which is legal Everything was legal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And It was what I, uh, Let me back, back up a little bit When I fired that shot The scream I heard was A bloodthurning scream I'll never forget And it was her screaming that I, I shot her husband God damn And what I found out later Was there was two, He has two children Two small children I think they were five and six years old And they were huddled in the bathroom terrified. Uh. Yeah so All that came out later You didn't know any of that No I didn't know any of that you were just 23 running around running around and just trying to get even with something for one uh, stop happened. right there. Yeah,
1: it's part of the fucking problem with society is that all these games and all this shooting and all this. It's like the shots fired and people just keep on moving. Like, that's it, you know, and this is just one true story. Of like a shot being fired and you start going through the list. Of all the people that are just immediately affected. Yes. Yeah. For real. There's the wife.
0: No do-over.
1: hoo Blood-curdling screams. The two kids that were huddled with it. It's like, it's like everybody just moves so quickly here, just thinking. And this is just the beginning of it. Go, please, go on. Hold friend.
0: on, hold on, hold on. That's it. I mean, that's an amazing point, like what you're saying, because it was a split-second, like not thought-out, right? Uh, uh, action. And, and and one of the things that makes life hard, like you were saying, is that sometimes, you know, most of the time we do a lot of shit like that and nothing happens, like you just you don't know. But every once in a while, not going back to the pad with the chick, the reacting the way he did, the two by fours right there, the whole fucking thing and everybody's life, including yours, is changed forever. Yeah, forever.
2: And the really bizarre thing was if I had a, it's one of those things I had I take turned left instead of right. Yes yeah. This would have never happened,
1: but you, and you want to know something. I'm gonna stop you right there again In in it, it's always like that though, bro yeah. It's always like that
0: sometimes and for stories of success. It's exactly like that
1: Exactly true man It's like man can come down to like I didn't go here. I waited Five minutes too late to go there or whatever it might be
0: dude, but how many mm-hmm. times in your life? Lucky Honestly, when you're like, let's be real. How many times in your life have you been reflecting on shit and you thought you could point to like what seemed like an arbitrary decision and it would have made all uh, the difference? I, if I would have taken Pico instead of Olympic, ah, I would have right, pulled out right. and make a
1: left instead of exactly. a right, I mean that type of shit that really fucks me there. And that brings you to start thinking about fate,
2: and that's what I do. That's what makes me think that maybe I mean it's I mean it sounds crazy, but was it predetermined? It, it was his fate was it was that night was in my hand right, right. so i i like i said and that ended up happening and i ran out into the street with a gun still in my hand there was a bunch of la police department out there telling me ordered me to get on the ground i didn't
1: this is how many how how long after the shots fired are they be? are they instructing you to get down they're already the there
2: they're there they heard the shot they were already there <laughs> the cops heard so the had shot. they got there 30 because, seconds earlier because co-defendant robert called the
0: cops Called the cops yeah. already.
2: It, that's just my. Which I've never been able to ask him why he did that, and someday I'd like to. Oh, what I'm sure him you would yeah, like to, would ask to ask him, him why he did that. Why did you do that? Why Why did you call the cops and go back over there? We, if you told me you called the cops, we're not going back over there. Of course not. You already called the cops. Let them deal with it. Whatever's going on that you think is going on over there. So what happened? The cops got you dead to rights. Yeah, I run out. They got guns out. They tell me to get on the ground. I don't. Why they didn't kill me, I don't know. Because I have a gun in my hand. Right. Oh, well, today I, they might. Have. Yeah, today they will. Yeah, I think so. I ran back in the com- They let me run back in the complex with a gun in my hand. Uh, Robert sees me. He he's got a 45 in his hand. He comes and takes my gun from me, and tells me get out of here. Well, I don't know where I'm gonna go. The cops are out there. Right. So he, I later find out in transcripts, he takes the guns to one of his friends and tells him, here, get rid of them. They don't want nothing to do with it. Of course. So he throws them in the bushes. Right. They're in his name. His fingerprints are all over them. And they find everybody gets arrested. They arrest everybody. Right. That's you, your buddy, and Robert. And several people that were at the scene until they could sort it out. Right. They had a big jump of mess. Yeah, they didn't know what was going on. They didn't know somebody had been shot. Fuck. And, uh. We all ended in the police station, and Robert ended up making a statement at that point. And uh, I woke up and I've been there for 36 years. <laughs> That's how it happened.
1: Obviously, Robert made the statement, my yeah, friend made, Brian fired the
2: gun. Yeah, absolutely, he made a statement immediately. He, 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 you know, that obviously I don't know, I guess they talked to him first, I don't know how it went down, mm-hmm. but uh, that my other co defendant kept his mouth shut, I kept my mouth shut, and he didn't keep his mouth shut. All right, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold
0: on, hold on, hold on a second. So, Robert calls the cops, the guy with the guns, the guy that took the guns and tried to hide them, the guy that did all that, blah, 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 blah. They round up everybody because the cops don't really know what's going on. They sit everyone down. They probably leaned on Robert a little bit and was like, look, it's your gun. You want to go Yeah, I'm sure they knew
2: immediately they were his guns once they... They ran him.
0: Yep. And they're like, you tell us what
2: happened. Or oh, you're going to prison for the rest of your life. Probably, so, called, probably talking about death penalty all that with him. Right. So they freaked him out. Good w- cop, which, bad know, cop. I, I did the murder. I, 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 killing was extremely at my hand. I never denied that. You know, I, I'm at complete fault for what I did. I take full responsibility for it. always right, have. Right, right. right. And you right. did the time. Yeah, yeah, I did the time for it. You know? so, and rightly so. And, and right. so, okay, but
0: then, so where are you when you start to find out what the cops say you did and what they, they're planning on doing?
2: Well, they, they charged me with attempted murder because uh, uh, he lived. He lived through, know, uh, I went into surgery and died later. Damn. And the next morning they called me, they took me back out and, and recharged me with first degree murder. And so, and did you w- were you ever able to make bail, or were
0: you in custody from then No, I, I, that I was on. on
2: probation from a from a previous uh, drug conviction in Las Vegas. So oh, there I didn't was know no, that.
1: I didn't know yeah. that you had. A, I didn't even know that you had a record. Yeah,
2: okay. yeah, I, I had a drug conviction when I was, uh, I think, 17, 18 years, eighteen, okay. eighteen. Okay, all right.
0: All right, so then and then, do the cops question you? Do they want to hear your version Oh, sure, sure
2: they did. They, and then
0: did you just tell them straight up, like, what happened? I told or? them pretty
2: much what. I don't really remember the statement at this point, but it was pretty much, there was no denying it. I mean, I, it was me that did what, what happened.
0: And they were probably like, listen, you just tell us what happened, and we'll work with you, you know, just yeah, get it off.
2: Yeah, that kind a young I'm a young, scared kid, not knowing what's going on. First time I've ever really experienced anything like this.
0: And listen, I'm an attorney, and look, I believe in what's right is right, and what's wrong is wrong, but... We have procedures in this country to protect people, to make sure there's fair trials and all this other stuff. And, I, and, and, and they drill us on the Constitution in law school, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, you know, fucking, you know, lazy boy fucking lawyers that are just watching TV, they, they're, you know, they think they know how to law. But the truth is, I tell everybody, I'm like, I don't even care if it's a civil thing. It's not even a criminal thing. I'm like, keep your mouth shut. Not not because you're trying to necessarily get away with anything, but some stupid things you say can get twisted and used against
2: you, and nobody gives a shit. Once the machine starts rolling, that's it. Yeah, and cause there's people who ask me, well, if you did it, why didn't you plead guilty? I mean, because you're advised not to plead guilty. Always plead. I mean, plead not right. guilty. That's just right. And you go through trial. I mean, I sh- maybe I. Well, if I'd plead guilty, maybe I should have pled guilty and saved everybody all the grief they had to endure. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I have. You know, I might have different feelings about all that. I I don't know where I feel about, you know. I I did the time and I, I and I question myself should I even be out here. You know, I'm I'm out here after I I killed somebody. You know, so mm-hmm. I mean, do mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. under the law uh, I have a I mean, I'm out because the law says I should be out. Right. right. But right. morally I don't I I've, I've struggled with that for a long time. Right. You struggle with that. Um so
1: did um how long did that how long did the trial? How long did all the trial and all that take before they actually sentenced you? And and then you can tell me about your sentence.
2: Well, I spent two years in LA County Jail, which was what nightmare in itself. Sure. What makes LA
0: County a nightmare? Uh,
2: well, Whitey doesn't do very well. LA okay. <laughs> uh, <jail>. yeah. <laughs> let, let, yeah. Let me
0: describe it. So Brian is a, a very tall, handsome gentleman. <laughs> He's
2: <laughs> his he even. I know how good that how good that bodes for you in Philly. <laughs> LA, <you know. laughs> yeah, definitely. LA
0: <laughs> He's got uh bl- blue eyes. His his, <laughs> yeah. his hair. I'm assuming uh, he's got a little gray in his beard, but it's got no gray in his in on no, his head. it was so blonde. It's, it's
2: blonde. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> it's blonde, blue, blue eyes. Yeah. Hair, yeah, yeah. The time. All right. So you but, went. To, you know, like I said, I did well. I mean, I I made it through the Gellie county jail. Never never rolled up from the from the main line. Uh, it was a fight, I believe me. It was. You were tested immediately as soon as you walked in. Well, how? What's rolled a test? Up
1: from the, Rolled up from the main. Most line. Most whites don't make
2: it in the County Jail. There's a. Yeah, which they do, go there's, there's a 2900 soft tank. It's called. Most of them end up there. Mm-hmm. So wait, wait, wait. Explain that, Steve. There's just uh, most white
1: boys uh, in there. They're just uh, either going to get scared or they're going to get beat up, and then they're going to ask the sheriffs to put them in a protective cell environment. It's if called a they... the
2: soft tank. 2900 soft tank. Right. 2900. They don't want to
1: be mixed up with general population.
2: Softtek is protected. Soft? Yep. Well, yeah, because you're out. First of all, you're outnumbered. You know, you're yeah. you're you're the minor You are the uh, minority uh, minority in LA County Jail. Believe me, and either you stand up and, and and fight for yourself, or you get abused. And I wasn't about to get abused. Right. And so then some some then there's then there's a handful of of, of
1: white. And I'll also say there's a few other races besides white that yeah. are outnumbered. That oh yeah. And and they're not going to go for it. They're just going to like. Handle their business. And right, going to stay in the general population and do what they got to do.
2: And what was and did are, you and have to um, fight? Dude? Oh yeah, immediately. I was. I've had <sighs> shit and piss thrown on me. I've had everything you can imagine done to me in that fucking county jail. But you know, from behind a gate, locked in a gate. Whether you know, because they have what's called uh, the place was so full. They have freeway. They have beds on the on the tiers. Yeah. And you know they're up there trying. You know they'll throw shit on you. They'll do they'll just do all kind of crazy shit in the morning. You come out and you're fighting. It's that simple. And that's what I did. And, and, once, it, and once you come out and you, and you stand up for yourself, the, the Southern Mexicans who are very dominant in that jail, they got your back. Right. And th- you were left alone after that. Motherfuckers don't fuck with you. If they know that you're going to, that you'll do something to them, that you'll fight back, they leave you alone. Right. 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 Yeah. Wow. And so you, you were there for two years dealing with that case.
0: Okay. And so then they went ahead and did a
2: full on trial. Yeah, I went to trial. Uh, the trial lasted about three days, if I recall uh it was an easy conviction i mean it, it was you know the gun i mean it, it, plenty of witnesses uh, it was I just never, check the boxes yeah i never did yeah i never denied what i did uh i took the stand and it didn't go well for me mm. against my lawyer's advice cuz i wanted to tell my side right and he told me not to but i did it anyway and did it fuck up like i mean did, yeah, it, it, come a, out, yeah, did they, it come out did it come out
0: the way you imagined or was it like no, oh I, shit
2: d- no they, they 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 believe me they took full advantage of me you know they, i wasn't i wasn't not in my element right so, anyway, I got convicted uh, after a couple of days of jury trial. You know, I, was, I came back with a conviction, and I was, I was sentenced to uh, 30 years to life. You were uh, sentenced to 30 years to 30 life? 30 years to life. Now I, now,
1: I don't know why I thought that you caught one of those five to life or seven to life type things.
2: No? No, those were, were SB42 took all those away. Uh, and I, they changed those in 1978 and 81. I, I, I was under the new law. I, and the new law was? 25 to life for my conviction. Okay. And then I had two assaults and great bodily injury. Tend to do great bodily injury, which carried three years each. After they'd done all the, the running this you know, concurrent, that consecutive, it came out to 30 years to life.
0: Okay. So three years earlier,
2: when the old law was still in effect, you might have had a, a lighter sentence. I don't know. It made, I would have got to seven to life. It would have made a difference. Because in those days, nobody was getting out. They weren't letting lifers out. Got it. And that just started recently. They just started When Governor Brown came back into office, he started following the law because I was 17 years past my release date, my, my potential release date. Right. What, what, what was your potential release date? Uh, I think 17 years and eight months.
1: So let me. OK, so let's just talk about that for a second. Yeah. Time. You take the 30 year deal. Right? They sentenced you to 30 years. Yeah. not the deal, okay? That's what you get sentenced. No, right. that's what he got sentenced. Right. And so as you take that deal, in the back of your head, you've already talked to enough dudes in L.A. County. Yeah. You've got an idea. You're talking to... You're like, all right, calculate. Eh, I'll come up
2: for parole around 17, 18 years in. Right?
1: Right? Yeah. Is this your belief system?
2: Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm being told. I'm told by my attorney. I, I mean, that's what's going on. But I'm also understanding that you're not getting out. Your life or you're never you're going to die in prison. And that's pretty much what you're told and then Dude,
0: it, when you're 25, let's say you're around 24, 25. I'm 25 at the time. And you're told something like, "Look, yes, technically you could, chances are not. You're probably going to die in prison." Yeah. How do you
2: process that in your mind, man? Well, it wasn't I mean, it wasn't easy, but I just I just knew that I, I, there was two things going on. Either I'm going to do that time or that time's going to do me. I'm not gonna let it do me. I'm, I mean, I'm a young man. I got. I mean, I'm going I'm probably gonna live a long time. I, it, it, you know, barring anything happens to me, and so I just start living. I start doing my life. You know, that's.
0: What's the secret to having that? Like, if you, if you, is it like you just gotta look at life as one day at a time, or like, what's oh, the secret?
2: It's, it's there's no secret. It's absolutely one day at a time because y- your life can end in a flash in prison. You know, you right. never, I mean things happen at a, in, a, in a nanosecond You know a yard can erupt It happens all the time you, you can get stabbed I mean people get stabbed constantly there For just nothing And you just learn You learn to navigate through You also learn that you You, you become a certain kind of individual in there You put a certain mask on And people don't fuck with you Right If not you're going to be a victim And I wasn't going to be a victim Damn so, <clears throat> so what happens once they give you The, the sentence and the, everything Where do they send you? Well, from there, you, you, I get sent to Chino, which was at those times was the uh, that's where they processed you through. That uh, oh, was like here, a reception reception center. Yeah. yeah, I went to Chino, processed through there for a few weeks, and then they determine which prison you go to. And they sent me to San Quentin. San which, Quentin, which was a level four at the time. Level four. The level because four. I had just life so you know, he, he's got a life sentence. Yeah. So when you're going somewhere
1: and you're especially convicted of a murder and you're serving your first ten years, even. You're going to a level four because your right. points are jacked up. You're a lifer. Right.
2: That's- 105 points, which is really high. Right. And Just two, starting at that. So starting. you're
1: going to be housed with everybody that's like you. Yeah. Right. You know, how many levels
0: there. are there? There's one, two, three, four. 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 Yeah. And is there anything beyond four?
1: No. The SHU program. Yeah. What Shoe. is SHU? What is SHU? Security housing unit. And what's that? Just the jail within prison. When you can't behave and follow rules, you'll go in there.
2: But it's, gang the members, secure. people stabbing people. Drill. Whatever you're right. doing in prison is not following the rules, you end up in the shoe. You end up Got in, shoe. in but, shoe. But the shoe.
1: But for living, it's the security levels are 1 through 4. Right. So on the main is the line, highest.
2: it's 1 through 4 being the highest. And level 4 is like a night and day different from level 3. Exactly. There's like no, how so? Well, for one, there's no
1: night yard. Yeah, no night yard. What's That's a, right. a level night yard? Four. Well, on, a, on like a level 3... Two and one in prison. Yeah, you have your daytime where they open up and you're able to walk on the yard in the daytime, and then they lock it up for lunch, and then you come back out in the afternoon. They lock it up for dinner, and then at night they open it up for a few hours. You walk around and they lock everybody up at eight thirty at night. So one yeah. through
0: three, you can walk around in the yard at night. Yeah, you have yeah, yeah. They have
1: the daylight on the yard. Yeah, so you can see everything. But there's a night yard. Yeah, yeah, because you have people working in the daytime, and at nighttime they want to get off and see their, their buddies g- work out, do whatever. But in a level four yard, there's no jobs, there's programs. Well, there's some jobs, but three,
2: some. at 3.30 in San Quentin, everything shuts down. You're, at 3.30, 30, there's, there's, no, there's no such yeah. thing as a night yard. They're you're not locked letting down. you have night yards. Yeah, they yeah. They, You're locking your cell. And that's, you, that's And here in San Quentin, the unique thing about San Quentin is it's such a violent, crazy place at the time. Yeah. That you have locks you can buy the store that you can lock your door with. Mm-hmm. Because you have to lock your door. Because they pull that bar in the morning, your door's open. And that's when a lot of people get got. You know, people get, get assaulted at that time of the morning when the, so they open that bar, bar. If someone's after you, they're coming in there and getting you. There's no keeping them out. So you got to get your—you
0: got to get your—that's so fucked up. It's crazy, dude. It really is crazy. So you're I mean. in jail. You're in the lockup, but at the same time, you got to buy your own lock to lock yourself to lock up. your door.
2: So if you're not coming out in the morning, and let's say if you you say you don't do breakfast or you're, you know, your later program, yeah, and you're sleeping, you yeah. lock your door. You keep your door locked. You don't want lock. to be sleeping with the door unlocked. No, if someone's trying to get you, they're going to get you while you're sleeping. That's what you don't want. Now, is San Quentin the thing? Is that what
0: Johnny Cash, like where he did his fucking... he was at Folsom, yeah. I think. Folsom, yeah. Yeah, that's he what Yeah, about it. Folsom, yeah. Right. A song,
2: yeah. yeah, but none of that shit made any sense. <laughs> <laughs> There's no train going by Folsom. Like, train uh, by. Folsom, San Quentin and
1: Folsom <laughs> were really like the two <laughs> predominant prisons. San right. Quentin was the prison first prison
2: built in, San, in California. San Quentin? Yeah. Oh um, man, scary place, dude. For real. So when you I drove pull up there, up there at 25. When I pull across that, there, that, was it yeah. San Rafael Bridge? Yeah. 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 And you see, and it's at night time. Yeah. We're yeah. hours on the bus. You come and you're like, oh my God, I'll never forget how I felt. Look like a castle, the, huh? Yeah. How the fuck did I end up here? This is madness. Yeah, it looks like a castle. It's got a castle facade. On Hold on a him. second. So they they put you on a
0: bus, right? Okay. So what do you like? I seen it on TV, but like, what is it? What okay? What's the
2: bus like? Like you got they got to it's chain horrible. you down. It's called the yeah. It's called the Grey Goose for a reason. It's it's got everything. Hard seats. There's gunners in the back. You know, there's a gun back there behind you. That anything you know, anything goes down that bus, he will shoot your ass with no no questions asked. Right. Him, he's probably waiting to waiting to right. And he's fully armed to the teeth. Right. And. uh you're on a bus and it's hard ass seats. You're you're chained up. Yeah, and, and it's just it's and a it, miserable ass ride. dude. And there's
0: no fucking camp songs. No, no one's singing. No that going on. It's Nothing.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like it's, some bus back in those days. They, it was they had a little quiet rule. They make you keep be quiet. Can't talk. Right. It. Okay. And so then San Rafael. That's in
0: the Bay Area, right? Yeah. Sean, Bay Area yeah. captain of the fucking show. He's yeah. got a San Francisco hat. <laughs> He's on he over him. there eating. He's fucking stuffing his face with fucking. Oh, hey, listen. Eat those pretzels. Those pretzels, thirty-four is only one hundred and twenty calories. I
2: love it. I yeah, love it. <laughs> salty. Right.
0: Yeah. So okay. So then you come in on a great goose, San Rafael Bridge, and then you come
2: in, you see that that prison. The sun's going down. You see that prison. It's like oh, it's like it's scary, dude. It really is. If anybody, anybody tells you they're not scared, it's never been there. There's a lion through their fucking teeth, right? Because that's a scary experience. I've driven by there and been been scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so then you go in, right? And the and the and the, and, and and you go in and you put, and then when they get you off, like so they they get you off the bu- off the gray goose.
2: Yeah, they keep bringing you off and they take you into R and R and they start processing you. Hold
0: on right. a second. Now in the movies,
2: that's a u- wait, it's a unique experience in itself. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. In the movies, the way they show it is, is like dudes get off the gray goose and then there's all. A bunch of prisoners Up against the fence Yelling it, That
2: happens But we came in The night time So Yard was locked down There was nobody out Right So movie, I mean, movies Usually are movies They exaggerate sure. Pretty much Alright so you great Goose You saw Like fucking A single file you, you, you get there They call you off the bus They check your Check your ID card Make sure they get you. call you off By name And
0: you know You're just
2: fucked You're fucked and I'm, you I'm look, doing a life sentence, and I'm going to San Quentin. I mean, want the chance to be living through this? You know, That's what I'm no, thinking no, in my man. mind. No. Jesus so, Christ. You get, get off the bus. They take you into R&R, strip you down. You go through that whole process of being what stripped down. What does R&R out. stand for? Uh, receiving and re- release and receiving.
0: Does it mean rest and recreation? No. No,
2: no rest, no recreation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for my case, he's receiving. There's no release. Gotcha. So... Uh, you go in, you get processed, you get your, you get your little ditty bag and all that shit they're gonna give you. You know your blues. You, you go and so now they march you. Here's the best part of this whole experience, and they do this intentionally. They take you down to, and this time they took me to a section, which is Alpine section. It's five tiers high, oh, right? Fuck. You walk in there and it's everybody's TVs on, everybody's on the gates, just like screaming and yelling. It's crazy. And they put you on the wall, line you up on the wall, strip you out again in front of everybody. Got you bent over, asshole hanging out. Hold
0: on. Hold the fucking (laughs) phone. Hold the fucking phone. They just
2: did this now. They just did this down at R&R, this whole process. Now they take you up to the blocks and do it again. Hold on. Hold on. This is fucking intense. It is intense
0: all To right. say the least So you fucking So they've already searched Your body cavity They stripped you down and They deloused, deloused you They fucking spray no, you With the no, shit No they don't do none of that Smack they, you they around in the face Put jail. you <laughs> in the head <laughs>
2: Okay Oh they'll smack your ass around Believe me if you don't act right
0: Okay so you, <laughs> do, you already did They've already seen If you got don't, anything
2: They've done all They already looked up okay. your ass And the places you've never seen They've already been there Right They were yeah. tickling
0: your lungs Alright And then what they do
2: is they go all right. It, 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 they walk you into a tower, right? No, Alpine. No, they walk you into a block. It's called Alpine. It's sections. called a block. Yeah, co- back in those days, it was called A, B, C, D. It's a cell
1: block. Yeah, it's right. Where all the cells are The yeah. cages,
2: and these are cages. Yeah. In San Quentin, you can, cells I know are you, can't cages, bars. you can't see me. You can't see the but your hand when you sit under your bed, this is how far you can reach. You can, okay, so well, he's, he's holding, walls, right.
0: he's holding his arms out. They're not even stretched out stretch all the out, way. No. They're bent, probably about like 35 degree yeah. angle and he can touch both walls. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's more like a, that's like more five like five feet,
1: a, like five feet across. Maybe. That's Maybe like a tomb.
2: That's a tomb. And, and two people, and, there, and there's two people in a cell, once you get processed and, and once you get class and you, 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 they determine what you're going to, they, then you get a celly and Two people can't be up at the same time. Right. Okay. So you come in after doing all the receiving, right? You come in. They take you to the cell block A. Right. A section, which is which was the, which is where you go. What's called red tag. They put you on red tag for thirty days, while they make sure that you don't have any enemies and you can walk it's like the a CTQ. yard. CTQ. Right. What's CTQ? Confined to find the quarters.
0: Okay. All right. So they so so they bring you in for thirty days to see what's up with you. Right. Start make sure that you make
2: days. sure you can do that. You can walk the main line. That you can, no one's going to murder you. Oh, because man. people, that's, I mean, that's a reality There you know, was over 200 stabbings When the first year I was in San Quentin Over 200 stabbings, yeah. there's only 365 yeah, days or, in a year We dude. had more than one stabbing a day there It's Jeez. crazy
0: Okay, so wait, but this I'm still trying to, this still is Blowing my mind So cell block A, it's got Five
2: levels it's Five tiers high, it's way up five there stories. Five
1: stories of cages yeah. And right. then, and then oh, all against the wall like.
2: Against the wall is two gunner, gun rails Which they can walk and see right They can shoot right in your cell And they're carrying high powered weapons Maybe And they will, if and shit, they will yeah. shoot your ass and If you're fighting with your cell or something They'll shoot you in your cell they They're probably not, they're 15 feet away
0: They're probably the highlight of their careers oh, they If they get to shoot, to shoot one of you guys Let me tell you
2: something about San Quentin Outside they have the gun Those gun walls The gun rails connect everywhere in that prison There's, They can walk anywhere on a gun rail and So outside Like when you go out to when you go to Chow or something they're The gunners up, st- up top have masks on. They used to, in San Quentin used to wear, because it's windy and cold, they'd wear masks, ski masks. Yeah. She so you couldn't see who they were. So you just got, basically, I mean, what you just
0: said, it's like you got basically masked gunmen yeah. on Snipers. towers. Snipers, right. Waiting to shoot your ass. Like, that's the highlight of their fucking thing. They're going to tell that story for 25 years yeah. if they get to they do it. They love
2: to shoot you. There, there's no they don't give a fuck about you. So,
0: hmm. okay, so they bring you in to the, the to the cell block of terror. Yeah. You're 25. Right, it's already weird to have somebody strip you down and look at your <laughs> ass. Like, yeah.
2: let's not. Let's uh, let me tell you, I spent two years in county jail. I'm already, I'm already seasoned. I'm ready. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to go. This shit doesn't even bother me. It okay. Okay. me at this So point. you're like yeah. whatever. But I'm it's like in front of anybody. it's like you sorry motherfuckers. You know you're yeah. doing this. This is done to humiliate you. That's right. all that whole process is about.
0: So they bring you up and they put you on the wall where everyone Everybody in those can five see you. tiers pretty
2: much can see you. And and
0: those guys know what's coming. This sure. is the show. Yeah, they know, they know it's
2: coming. They're waiting for that train to come in every it, Tuesday and Thursday. It's just fun Tuesday. for that. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing else yeah. to do. Yeah, it's definitely fun for them, boys. Yeah, because I, I partake. I used to partake in it myself yeah. once. I, <laughs> once I was up there in the stands I do the same of thing. Of course, of you know, course, of <laughs> course. <laughs> right. So that's just the highlight of your. You know, when you're stuck in a cell, that's what you do. It's you know, either watching TV or you're you know, you're enjoying someone's ass in your face, you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> talking that crazy shit to him. <laughs> so these, so
0: you had to come in,
2: strip down. Spread your ass. Yeah, bend over and cough. You know, Uh, of course you don't cough enough the first time, so they make you cough again. Of course, you know. So everybody's hooping and hollering and talking crazy. (laughs) Uh, So who was your first? Who was your first selling? It's funny. My first show was a young kid from uh, down here, somewhere down here. I think Long Beach, as a matter of fact. And, uh, he turned out to be a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did. He it, did. He, He's going to say that quite a few times yeah. during this uh, talk.
0: Piece I love shit. it. <laughs> he was like this. He was like this. He was like, who's your first? Yeah, he was a gentleman. Uh, <laughs> I believe he resided in Long Beach. And he eventually evolved into be a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, he was a <laughs> piece of shit. He <laughs> had a fucked up case,
2: it turned out to be. And he got got. They, uh-huh. You know, because they know who you are coming in. You might not know who your cellie is when you first come in. But, uh. They know, because when you get there, your captain's card, he's already followed you, and everybody in those days, convicts ran everything. So there's no hiding. Sure. They know if you've got a sex offense or something, and you know that if you told on somebody, they already know. They're waiting on you. So this Sally, what did he do wrong? He had some kind of fucked up case. Right. Yeah. What do you mean by fucked up? He had, he had a sex case or something. That's what we found out later. They ended up getting him. They ended up stabbing him. So it might have been. We
0: don't know. No, but no, it could have been something that's like that's a pedophilia I, yeah, or some right, kind yeah. of.
2: Yeah, you know, if, you, if you have us
1: you know, in prison, in the prison setting, if you don't know, uh, they have jackets in. If you have an R jacket. Right, R you know, suffix. R, yeah, suffix. Could mean maybe you have a rape or arson or sexual right. predator case or something. Child Piss in the public can
2: pro, be right. anything. So you right. have to look into it
1: at that right. point. And these are And those types of crimes are looked down upon in prison. And you're listed as a piece of shit. Yeah, That's piece basically of shit. what, That's what
2: that, you are. My inmate,
1: convicts as a piece of shit. And you can't live on uh you can't participate or live on the main line on oh, like a four can't, yard you can't participate like that yeah you can't participate <laughs> you you can't longer participate in our program <laughs> yeah you can't live with the other inmates especially on a, on a level four yard it's you know the what job of the inmates on a four yard to make sure that no guys like that are walking around
2: you
0: know what's interesting about that is that that goes back to what you're talking about like causes and conditions which lead to sometimes people committing crimes and like I imagine not only is somebody who's got an R, let's say for like molestation, like one of these pre whatever, right? I gotta imagine that some of the people that are in prison have been abused. Mm-hmm. Right. So they know what kind of piece of shits these people are, and that might factor into their decision, like hey,
2: absolutely. Uh, there's a there's absolutely. There's yes. yes, yes, lo- of course. Yes. I love that. There's a class system in prison, just like there is out here. Right and in prison it, the the worst of the worst is the sex vendors you know they they're the they're the ones that are on the bottom of the barrel right you know there's people that tell people that telling each other they they those are classified and then and then you got regular convicts right no, Guys help. are just like honest fucking Robin Banks. Yeah, I, used to, I used to kind of think, you know, oh, I got a, I got a respectable crime. I murdered somebody. It's just mm-hmm. crazy the way people <laughs> see shit in
1: there. Right,
0: the whole world gets turned yeah, upside
1: it down. It is upside down, right? And you, and, and and yeah, and it is kind of looked at like that. Yeah, I
2: was looking at on a mur- on yeah. a four
1: yard. Yeah, I had a yeah. good crime.
2: <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm like, it's crazy how people think in that. And, and I got here wrong, the whole time. We, we we hate rules, but yet we make rules in prison. Right. And it's really crazy Because some of the It's the most twisted rules You'll ever see But they work Right For work, that environment For that environment They work Man to that's keep interesting. the
1: insanity in check you know, Right It is And it's uh, And it's uh, The nickname for a murder in, in prison They call it a hot one Yeah got a hot one Got, got a got hot, hot one. one Got caught for a hot one
0: And that's And then that means That, would, that, that a was murder. a murder yeah. yeah
2: I had a murder That's interesting So it's considered a hot one Which is You know the worst crime You can have As far as time wise Right but in there, but it's, it's very expected like, crime. Right it's in there, crazy, sick the way people think. Dude. But you
0: know what? I mean, you know, I you, mean, you can, can get it. I
2: mean, you understand. You kind of see the, the logic. Yeah. yeah.
0: But you're right. That's when you put walls around somebody and say you're going to live in a five by ten thing and you're going to do this, that, and the other thing. You can see how.
1: And and you know what too? It's it's living on a four yard and doing time on a level four yard. Yes, there's no night in that yard. Yes, there's all these hard things to. You know, you don't have a lot of freedoms on a four yard. Yeah. But at the same time, as you start doing prison time, you start to understand that most of the best guys that you're going to meet and associate with are on four yards. You know who you're associating with. Right. They're usually usually not molesters and and rats running around on those yards. Right. Um, So you usually make.
2: You make friends for a long term on those yards. Yeah. You know, you do time with solid people. I mean, you're not going to invite them home on the street right, to your parents, exactly. but you'll you invite them to your cell because those are those are decent, those are good people on the joint. Those are, you know, it's like, you call them that's a good motherfucker right there. With exact, exact, and that's exactly how you do it.
1: It's a solid motherfucker right there. It's a good motherfucker right there. You know right. what I'm saying? It's usually a murder.
2: And I can tell you this: the really thing about prison is you, you, it takes you a long time to build respect, but you can lose it that it, fast. Wow, talk yeah, yeah that quick, you can be gone. So you One have to, little mistake. One little, just, and it's all gone. It doesn't take much. And, and you're, you're in hat, the hat. Really be on your, yeah, in the hat. In the hat means you're on the list to be hit. Yeah. so You're a no name good. that's in the hat. Yeah, exactly. To Beard be rules. hit. Yeah, they're gonna It get only you. takes a
1: fraction, tiny little mistake. That's all. And that's it. And you could have been the most solid dude for you know, 20 years, and years in there doing they'll work turn
2: all on that. you in a second. Because you're dealing with animals. They're predators, and, and they're always looking for You've got to be on your game, P's and Q's, because... They're always looking for a weakness, and you can't, you can't let a motherfucker see a weakness in there. Right, but so, okay, but then,
0: then again, though, like, how does that play out? Because, <clears throat> so you're, how long, let's say, let's ask this, because I think, how long were you at, like, do you just stay at one
2: prison, or do you move around? What happens? No, I moved a lot. I mean, I, I, they, when I was there, they started doing level three overrides, meaning, what that means is they were overriding your point system, sending you to lower yards, because they were having so much trouble. They, were trying, they tried to change the prison population up, so because there have, when I was in San Quentin, there was a war going on between the Mexicans, whites and blacks, meaning Mexicans and whites against the blacks. God, I feel like that war is probably still going on. Well, it's really going on between the Mexicans and the blacks for sure. But the racial lines in, in prisoners in California is just it's insane. I mean, it's very you don't cross that line uh, as far as blacks are concerned. It's 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 really bizarre. Everybody everybody hates the blacks. The blacks hate us. It's just and for no reason other than the color you your skin, dude. Right, it's just insane. Right, so, but yeah. I
0: guess people got to hate somebody yeah, where, wherever they. Wow.
2: And you're made to hate. If you don't hate, then you know you're you're getting. Then people are looking at you. Your own people are going to get you. It's just it's sick. That's crazy. So then, and so then, how long are you at San Quentin for? I'm at San Quentin for probably about eighteen months. Okay. And then and, and then, then what I get, it, a, I get a level three override. I go to Solidad Central, Solidad, where I spent eight years. Listen, you know what? I've been to
0: Solidad. I've been to Solidad. I was selling insurance, mm-hmm. and I was selling insurance to prison guards. Really? <laughs> right? Big money in that. Sure. Because they get injured, then they get sure. their fucking payments, and they get their wow. whatever. I right. was at Solidad uh, selling insurance to prison guards, and I saw it. That's I, bizarre. Yeah, that's interesting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that is bizarre. That's crazy.
0: I should have been like 2000.
2: And I want to say like maybe 14. Okay.
0: Yeah, Not that I w- long ago. It was long
2: gone those days. Okay. I, I I ended up so a little more of my, my story is I and I ra- I ran with a guy named Brad, uh, Brad Bonetto from San Diego and he lived next door to me and his Selly ended up transferring to Walla Walla. He was from Washington. Okay. And I was like, "Dude, uh-huh. how did you get transferred? How do you get transferred to Walla Walla? Where they grow the onions?" I don't is that where they grow onions? Walla Walla onions. <laughs> fucking <laughs> oh, famous ass fucking onions. Yeah. So, he tells me, he says, I, I got an interstate compact. I'm thinking, what's an interstate compact? What is that? <laughs> sounds like, is a, sounds that? like a radio. Well, he explains it to me, and, and he shows me how to do it. And what it is, you request every state, in, including foreign countries, have compacts with, uh, with, our, with our country. Agreements. And states have agreements with other states where you can trade prisoners or you can get sent to wherever you're from, and they'll take you. Right. Well, I ended up doing a prison called a prisoner exchange. They exchanged one prisoner for a, for me. So I wanted to go home to Nevada, and they, someone wanted to come here. So right. I, after 1990, 1992, I applied in 1989, got approved. I got sent to Nevada. So that's about like uh, about 10, 11 years Not after. 11 years, I did. 11 years. With so the, you, you leave California I go to Nevada prison system. I go to Nevada prison system, and I do 24 years there. And what kind of prison, what, where did you, what, what city was that prison in, in Nevada? Well, I ended up going to Indian Springs, which was 40 miles from my house. Oh. Right outside Las Vegas, which was amazing. I mean, it just worked out beautiful for me. That's crazy. So I ended up. I stayed there for a couple of years. Ended up catching a salt on my cellie. Uh, wait, 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 what? What happened? Well, I just had a cellie. We were we were high. He was he was on meth, like, using a lot of meth, bringing a lot of meth in, and he got into my pictures. Oh, yeah, what? Got, yeah. He wait. was doing a lot of foul shit in my pictures. He was. He was putting backs on my pictures, new backs, and writing like he was a woman writing for her old man in the joint. What? Just spun out of his mind on that dope, dude. So I fucking beat the brakes off so of him. So you come beat back. The of <laughs> they, while, beat the brakes off <laughs> of him. I have that in
1: a while. Beat the brakes off him.
2: That's a good one, isn't it? Beat the, the, the brakes. I beat off the brakes off of You got
1: to hit something hard yeah, to knock the brakes off. It takes- <laughs> you got to hit something hard for the brakes <laughs> to drop uh, out from underneath. You know what I'm saying? I gotta remember that that's one.
2: That's one of those things. You've yeah, heard that song. That's I haven't heard in it in so long. I beat the <laughs> brakes off that <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. Well, okay. So, so, I, show, I, show. While he was sleeping, I just took off on him. <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> that's he, he had no respect coming. He was in my age. Yeah. He was really disrespectful. Right, right,
0: right. Hey, you're getting off about three, four with yeah. no
1: yeah. blockage at yeah. all, dog. Just getting, just gonna, they're just gonna eat him.
2: Just weird fucking yeah. notes yeah. on the back of his pictures? No, he was writing He was sending them yeah. to porn stars. He was writing porn stars Like fan clubs. He just bizarre. Dude, yeah, with that but that sometimes that, that
0: meant to make you kind it of. Ma- por- it was a mess, but he had the responsibility for his dreams. Yeah, th- you did, do. Bro. Hey, so, so wait a second. Why is he asleep? High. You got him. <laughs> you take off so he, on him. With
2: his yeah, sleep. yeah, he deserves no respect. I That's that. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll yeah make yeah, sure yeah. he understood. Was
0: he on like the top yeah. bunk or the bottom? He was on the top
2: bunk. So he ended up on that. the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Let> <laughs> me the top bunk, <laughs> and by the time the brakes were beating of <laughs> him he was on the floor. <laughs> he was on the floor. He couldn't stop after Dude, that. Uh,
0: and so, like, what, okay, let me ask you a question: you guys on the top bunk sleeping, like, what's the move? How do you fucking? Well, start? he was
2: sleeping on his face. Fa- he was sleeping on his stomach. <laughs> oh, face. <facing laughs> me And I just, I just took off on him.
0: So do you just whack him in the side? Or do you yeah, yank I, him off the I, thing I, and I, start? I stop- hit him in
2: his, in his head a couple times and pulled him <laughs> off the bed, and it, it was. I had, a, I had a partner kept pulling me off him because I was. I'd lost it. I was trying to choke him out. Right, you got in the full boat. Yeah, you was were like, done. I was want to kill this guy. Rah. but what, what the weirdest thing about that was, I, I had a, there was a cop that was working a unit who was, he was, it's amazing he wasn't in blue. He should have been in blue. One of them kind of guys. Yeah, and I told him what was going on. I said, "Could you do me a favor if anybody comes, click my door." He said, "I got you." And I told him what was going to happen, and he he had, he, po- he kept pointing for us. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah. So. He came down while this was going on and looked in to make sure we were killing this guy. Yeah. And when they, he saw that cop look in and keep on going, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. He, he knew it was, his life was probably over. <laughs> <Right>. He <laughs> but had a realization. He was, yeah, he was You know what?
0: You've one. heard people say the term rude awakening, but that was a fucking like oh, yeah. rude, rude awakening. awakening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Luckily, it didn't end up that way. Thank God. Right. Right, right, right. Can pick up another murder in there. Yeah. Right. And yeah. You know, Did it add in? Doing it? what he did, they didn't deserve that. So, uh, I mean, he didn't deserve to be killed. You know,
0: right, but so anyway, the point being though, so then you picked up a case right then. No, I
2: didn't pick up a case. It was silently. I ended up getting. I rolled up. Sil- I never got a write up. They they just you know someone told what would happen. He he ended up PC in, and uh, I ended up getting sent to Ely Matt, which was their max. Right. And okay, so what's the difference? Is California prison harder or lighter than Nevada prison? Oh, California's way harder. Nevada, California, California's really. I mean, Nevada is really soft compared to California. Right. How's a guy fucking doing meth in prison? How does that happen? You bring it in. It comes in through busy.
0: It's easy.
1: Yeah, you bring it. in because like you're saying, it's soft. It's easier. There's just less they're just not on you like they are in California. So yeah. how do
2: they bring it in? Well, you well I I brought in dope for about 10 years before Let's I got. Let's talk
1: about that a minute.
2: Yeah, well, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. To, this has to come up. Oh huh? yeah. yeah <laughs> baby. I don't know anything about bringing dope in. I never had no- <laughs> <laughs> Listen. This is Oh, all- you do what you, you knew what you have to do to survive in prison. It's just the way it is. I, I was You're bre- 40 miles away yeah. from your home. In so dope you got the hookup, yeah, right? I got my girl, she's bringing bring me packages every week. Uh, she bringing it in and you know, I'm straight. She put it in her pussy, to bring it in. <laughs> get, get, bring, you know, get the, go to the bathroom a couple of times and make sure they're not on her. Right. And then she get it, bring it out, and you keister it, stick it up your ass. Right. So that's it it just there you go. That's how you bring it in. Let me ask yeah. you a question. Okay,
0: when you when you keister something, right, and you're in a situation like that, <laughs>
2: keister. I love that word. Keister. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> when you, when you're
0: when, you, when you're putting it in the musk pocket, <laughs> <laughs> when you're doing that, right. Um, and you're in a situation like that, right? I'm imagining that you don't have like Vaseline that will make it easier. You just got to jam it in there. Well, actually, what you do is you, put a little
2: like coating on your. <laughs> this yeah, is really. Blue- yeah. Do we have to talk about yes. this? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Spit on it. Hey, listen, <laughs> everyone who's it. eating. Don't you know there's a, people and, that are going to hear this? They're like, yeah. really? Listen, if you're <laughs> eating a
0: smoothie right now, put it down. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, here and, we go. <laughs> and what you do is you put, you know, you put a little Vaseline on your asshole. and you know, Before, just, you, go, before I, you go in. Before you go in, but you right. also got to do this. Then you, you make your move, you put it away, and then you gotta get make sure you got that wiped off so they don't see it when they when they go back, when you get stripped out. Right. Because exactly. they see Vaseline on it. I got
0: you. it, so let me let, let me see if I can put it in layman's terms. <laughs> All right, so you gotta oil the hinge. You gotta oil,
2: oh, yeah. Right, you gotta
0: oil the hinge on the front part, but then when you're done doing what you're doing, you gotta wipe off the knob yeah. so nobody sees yeah, it. That's that's what you do. Damn, you gotta do what you got. But by then, dude, I mean, like you were saying, you've been processed so many times. It's like whatever.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's, not, I mean, I'm in prison. I'm I'm in prison the rest of my life. I'm not going. I'm gonna live. My, I'm gonna live life as comfortable as I can in here.
0: All right. So, so she brings it. How does she move it to you? Like if she's got it in her vagina, right? Which I can see how that works, right? She goes to the bathroom. Then listen,
2: are there people watching the visiting? There are people watching, and plus there's cameras. But it's 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 so easy if you know what you're doing. It's so easy to make a move. All right. And get away with it. And I did it for a long time without ever getting caught.
0: Right. And then, so, okay. So then sh- she puts it in her vagina and then she takes it out. And then, how does she slide it to you? Like, I, I, I'm well, imagining. A lot of times
2: they'll do is, like guys do, is they'll get an M&M bag or something and they'll put it in there and they bring it to you and you act like you're eating it and get it in your mouth and you go from there. A lot of guys swallow Damn. it. I never swallowed shit because I wasn't taking that chance of it breaking open in my stomach and you know and no Oh man, that's genius! Plus, I want to get it. I want to get high as soon as yeah, I get it back, yeah, so yeah. I don't want to wait two days for it to pass through my system. Right. So yeah.
0: Okay. So that's genius. So what you so there's an M M&M, M&M, <laughs> M&M and M peanut M and M. There's an M and M bag. Whatever kind of bag. Or yeah, tissue. Yeah. Whatever. Or, just or just or anyway. And she just slides to you. And then and it's in there and he's acting like he's eating M and M. But then I would think that there would be some CEOs or whoever the fuck it is that are watching this film and like look at look at look at Brian over there how many <laughs> how much how many M&Ms is that motherfucker <laughs> every time get, <laughs> well I guess his thing is M&Ms I <laughs> <laughs> say his woman brings him M&Ms every single time like, <laughs> yeah I don't know that's look like a little do they kind of know and they don't give they a know. Fuck?
2: they know they know they know they're just like whatever yeah, isn't, as long cops, as you don't front them yeah, off, they don't give a they shit. They don't want to be the one that let it happen on their watch and get caught. Most of them don't care. They just want to do their nine to five and be off the door. And, and you know, we're doing our thing. They're doing their thing. We're living our lives. They're living their lives. Right. And okay. So be slick about it.
0: Yeah. Just don't uh, be, don't just don't front them off. Right. So then when you okay. So then that's going down. What is it that she's bringing in? Well, I was just bringing. Well, I was bringing heroin and meth in mostly. Right. And then uh, and then so uh, what's it like getting high in prison, man?
2: Oh. Uh, it's how you escape. I escape. I was getting high for years in prison.
0: Yeah. Does that make it easier to do yeah, that it time? Makes it, makes it a lot easier.
2: It's why it's why
1: heroin is such a popular drug in prison. Because that's that's right, that's the drug you want to do yeah. if you're gonna be locked up. Why? Cause you can just sit back and none of it matters.
2: Yeah, you relax and you yeah. nod and you just go through your thing. But meth, that's a different program. Meth <laughs> is like, oh
0: my God. I would feel like the time would oh my seem God. longer on oh meth. Not only
2: are you up all day and all night, you're now you have time. You're paranoid, so yeah. You know, you th- now you're you know you're it's just crazy you think, shit going. You like. think you're you 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 you. porn, dude?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so You got yeah. magazines. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. next the thing you know, magazines the big thing. Oh, and then when
2: they took all those away, It got really fucked up. Yeah, took our magazines away. What do you want us to be gay? I mean, I don't understand what you're doing. The answer, the answer. Yes. real horny. Yeah, <laughs> with nothing to do. Right. You know, I don't that's use, when you start. So with, I, as we said earlier, yeah, you know, don't use. I don't, but, don't use. So now
0: that's when you start looking at everything that's got a round. Like, <laughs> oh, no, hey,
2: it's like, not like that. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> no. You're
0: like, look that's at why that. Why you don't want
1: to do meth in prison? Yeah, you
0: do That's don't. the worst. Because that drug. makes you want to have sex.
2: Yeah. Yes, and there's nothing to have sex with. It's in prison. In prison. Except in prison. some bad prison. options. And yeah, unless that's what you're into, and whatever you're into, you're into. But I wasn't into that, so it wasn't my thing. Right. So I I was a heroin addict. That's what I usually I did more than anything else. All
0: right, but then I would think, okay, so let's say you're you're in heroin and I could see now. I could get like, okay, you're gonna it's gonna calm you out, you're gonna be able to But like you said, like you don't know what's gonna happen in prison, and it's not like you got a sure hookup. Like or or something's gonna happen, and then if you've been doing heroin, let's say six months and then a riot breaks up (laughs) or some
2: shit goes down, or your girl don't make it that weekend. Then you're gonna be sick, you're gonna right? Be sick as a dog. Yeah, I've been there, been there many times. Damn, what's it like to be, uh, dub sick in prison and not have any options? It's horrible, dude. It's like having, it's like having the flu on steroids. Damn, that's, that's the options. That's, I mean, that's the uh, symptoms you had from from heroin.
0: And do does like does the do the do the guards do they know? They're like, "Ah, oh, this guy's yeah, fucking."
2: The guards don't give a shit, dude. They 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 don't care about nothing.
0: And they're probably like, "It's fine if he's sick cuz that's one less person we got to well, worry yeah, about." As
2: long as you're not bothering them, they don't give a shit what you do.
0: And what do you do? You just lay up in the bed and just fucking That's what I did.
2: I, I I just laid until that passed until I got my visit. How many times did you have to kick? Cold I, turkey don't, I don't anything? even know. I have no <laughs> idea. Came a pro at it, huh? That was good at, it, yeah.
1: Ah, oh, man, that's just that's uh, you just yeah, learn to
2: a, deal with it. It's one of the things you deal you know, with you, you play You know you make that choice you deal with it, right? All right. got it. So um
1: So, brian, let me ask you a question. So How long did you how long how many years did you spend in nevada prisons? uh, 24? 24. 24 now upon paroling they had to bring you back to california, right? Well Here's what
2: the weird thing about my parole. I went to I went to the board. I got a two-year denial so I've had so I've had, right. had had many by then oh, so, Okay,
1: back up back up a second. When did you start? Did you start because under okay? Let's say you've got ten years in let's say you've knocked out ten years of your prison term, right? As at that point in time, do you start thinking about that 17 18 years? I might get out in
2: Eight oh, I've done ten. I th- never thought I was getting out. Dude. I, I, I mean I was I, I wasn't you know, I, I didn't fool myself Okay, okay thinking I was getting out. I thought I was never getting out. So I just I just dug in and got comfortable Right, right right
1: dug in there. It is that's a that's a good term for it So when do you start at what year? Do you start coming up eligible for parole hearings?
2: Uh, My first hearing was in 1999 So that was called my initial so you go a year early So they get you prepared for the board then I go the board I get a three-year dump So listen, you guys understand that no so at
1: 1999 they're saying the prison board is saying that he is possibly qualifying to get parole a parole date Right,
2: Right. so the, uh, the so the potentials there Yeah, well the law says they have to do what they do, but they're in violation of their own They were in violation of all their of all their uh, title 15s which governs all the rules in prison which are laws Why were they in violation because they broke every. Re- because they never followed the law They never followed their own their own rules about when it comes to parole, they weren't parole lifers at all, and the only people going to, to to a parole board in California are lifers. So the parol- so
0: so 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 basically, the law was saying like, <clears throat> you could be paroled, yeah. if you and you but do, they if weren't, and they this, weren't following
2: this, this. Then we have to parole you. Well, they weren't doing that. Got it. So, I get I get my I get my first three year dump. I go back to the board. Get, I kept getting denial, denial, denial. Then they changed the law. They changed. They came up with what's called Marcy's Law. So during Marcy's law was it changed the parole conditions from now you can get a, here's you can get a three, a five, a 10, I mean, three, five, seven, ten, and 15 year dumps. You can't get explain it, what a dump is. It's a denial. It's got a, it. It's a, it's a, bo- it's a So dump. they you come up denial. for
1: parole and they'll go, you know what? We're going to deny you for three years. You haven't done. You this, don't get this. to come. We yeah. You don't get to come years. and see, come us see us again for years. parole for three years or we're going to deny you for five years. So you don't get to come back for another prison hearing or a parole hearing for
2: five years. That's fucked up. Okay, so, so what I'm... they do is, and they, they reserve the fifteen-year dumps for like gang members, people that are active doing crazy right. They, doing don't they don't want those guys coming after back year after year, yeah. wasting everyone's time. So how many dumps did you get? Uh, I'm not even sure. I, got, I probably got about s- maybe five or six dumps. Not a lot. I mean, people. Some people get way more than that. Right. So I get, I get a two-year denial. I come back to the board. The law changes. I get a five-year denial. Damn! I'm like, what? What just happened? Yeah, right. Like, what did I do wrong? Yeah, I don't even know what happened. I didn't even have a write up so I don't know what. So, it, based on the law, so then I, I can appeal it, but I don't. I wait the five years. Right. I come back, and now at the, by this time I hear Governor Brown's, you know, Jerry Brown's back, and he's letting people out. Right. So I'm doing what I have to do. I go back. To, I go back after a five-year denial. And they find me suitable. I was like, what'd you say? I, re- I literally asked him to repeat it. Hold, that, on, hold on, that, hold on, hold on, Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So you had a two-year
0: dump, meaning... You coming off a two-year denial. And then you had a five-year dump, was like, look,
2: buddy, yeah. law come changes. Come back in season five. You know, they didn't say that. They just based, we don't think you've done, you don't have enough insight into your crime, then you go back and think about what you did and why, you're, why you committed your life crime and come back and see us in season five years. Got it. Then Jerry Brown comes back to town And then you are like, okay. Did you write something different on that? No, I just. I mean, I had a complete insight into my case, in my opinion. I mean, and I and I ran it to them. I I mean, I talked their language the whole board. That's my board was two and a half hours long. My board hearing. So, I know what they want. I mean, I know. I mean, you by then you you know exactly what they want to hear. Right. So, how many people are on this board? There's two. Two commissioners. Okay. My attorney and a DA from the, from the from Los Angeles County. Okay. Who has come does not want you out. He's doing everything he can to keep you in. Got it. So, they find me suitable. And right there, they find you suitable. They find me suitable and, and get. And, sit, and so was here's
1: the first first time first time that I, you believed you actually had a chance well, to get out
2: I, now i do have a chance
1: and how old are you i mean how I'm, deep are you in this well, i'm 59 this? years old no no how How? okay
2: when you find out you're suitable when you yeah. find out you're suitable I'm so you've out. done your fucking sentence done, already. Sitting, i've done my entire sentence i've done over my entire sentence right so now here's the worst part of it here's the worst part of the time most worst time i ever did california is one of the four states that the governor has the final say so no matter what the board says the governor has to review your case he has to review every single case one more fucking one day. more hurdle i have to try to get over and how many days do they have so he has 120 days to make his decision and three things he can do he can either send it back to him but uh, he can deny you he can he can pull your date he can let it stand or he can send it to m bank which is all the commissioners and that's what you don't want so why don't you want that because then you got 11 or 12 how many commissioners are looking at it and they and they have to be in agreement to let you go jeez so, yeah, it's a sick thing, dude. I mean, and that was the worst 120 days of my life. So,
0: for 120 days, your deal was sitting with Jerry Brown, and you don't know which way it's going to go.
2: I'm thinking I don't have, I mean, I'm thinking I got a fucked up case. I'm, I got a crime, I killed somebody. So, I'm thinking he could, but I don't have, I'm not an active gang member. Right. I do have some fucked up shit I've done in prison. Right. Uh, but I don't think I've got one of them kind of cases that warrants him to, to, pull, my, to pull, my, pull my date.
0: So for that 120 days, how many
2: different scenarios oh, went through know. your head? Know. You try everything you can to try to get your mind off it, but it's there. And then the worst part of it is during that uh, uh, Let me see. I count my mom. A month later, my mom passes. Uh, but at least she knew I was coming home. Right. And I never told her about the 120-day thing. She never knew that. Right. So, cause I not need, she didn't need to be stressed about that shit too. Right. So, now yeah. 120 days passes. I get a, they come, they come get me and take me up to my, see my counselor. When I walk in the door, she's already, smi- she can't even hide the, she's already, I already know what happened. They, 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 I'm getting out. So he took no action. So that means I'm going home. So on July 6th, I was, they came and got me. And let me ask you a question, man. Like. Yeah, no, I mean,
0: I, I can feel the, um, <laughs> yes. I can feel the emotion coming up And I can imagine that after spending that much time And reflecting on what happened All that shit, right I can imagine how emotional it will be To then all of a sudden See a finally In this life you led Right, finally a positive sign yeah. Of like, hey,
2: it's gonna be okay Well, let me tell you this part the, Here's the reason I got out I didn't get out because of any other reason than my age And the Governor Brown's uh, one of the things he tried to do because they were told they lost the lawsuit. They filed, The prisoners filed a lawsuit because of the overcrowding, the, the metal, bad right. metal conditions. Right. And really, You know about it. Yep. Well, they lost that suit and they were ordered to get the p- prison population down to 137%. Right. And they had so much time to do it. Right. And, and they had to do it. So, excuse me. It's all right. So go. So, he had all kinds of different things he had to do. And he, came, he would use unique ways to get that prison population down. So what they basically did was redirect everybody to county jails. Now people are doing 10-year ca- prison bits in county jail. Right. Things like that are going on. But you, so had, to sta- to,
0: you had to come back to to come back California to have
2: Jerry. Because you were in Nevada. You had to come back to California to have Jerry Brown. Well, I, had to, I got released, and they, had, they came and got me and took me back to California. Right. So I was out of state, so I wasn't on the count. Right, So that's another unique way they send people out of state 60,000 prisoners or something out of state It's just a, lot, a bunch of people out of so state
0: So that then, if there's an overcrowding pop
2: thing They can say, well that one doesn't count Yeah, it doesn't count, not- he's not on our account. All right, so, so I get So I find out what they tell me is The Kevin Browns administration passes a I think it's called the Senior Parole Act or something of that nature If you're 60 years old, you've been now 25 plus years yeah. And you're not an active gang member And certain things you qualify That you, that you fit the criteria They let you go so right. that's, I was let go because of my age. And what does it mean to
0: a man? Like, what does it mean to a man when you did whatever you had to do and you've been carrying this shit on your shoulder for fucking years? What does it mean to you to actually know and start the process of
2: walking out of this institution? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was bizarre because they when they came and got me, they, they – they strip me out <laughs> to go through. it. Can't get away from that strip out, dude. That shit just <laughs> nonstop. Right. So I don't know what their deal is about looking at your ass, but they, they seem to have this thing about it. I don't know. What, I don't think I, I would want to do it, but they do. Anyway, he strips me out, puts me. Now I get dressed. And he shackles me back up again. Here I am on. I'm paroled, and I'm here. I'm in shackles. You know? And he puts me in a, a, a Dodge cha- a Charger, a cha- Charger. And this thing looks like a tank. It's completely caged in. It's a roll ca- I mean, I'm here. I'm in. Still in prison. It's so, it's not that easy to get out it's of the not mouth easy to get of out of that beast. shit, dude. To get out of them shackles, dude. I, I I'm thinking I'm I'm, I'm paroled and, I'm, and you're still got me in handcuffs and chains and the whole nine yards.
0: How and and are you? Do you when do you cry? It like, when
2: do you cry when you can finally allow yourself <laughs> to believe it? Dude, I started crying when they told me I what I got paroled. Mm. I'm in a little I'm in a, like a phone I'm in a phone booth, dude. That's how big of a place I was in or how small it was. And when they said I was found suitable, I asked them to repeat it and they did and I just started crying. Right there.
3: Man, I can see it still makes
0: you tear up now.
2: <laughs> Kinda of like right now.
0: Yeah, it's a deep
2: Well, I lost my I lost my mom. That's what really fucked me up. And and,
1: and your mom passed uh within this hundred and twenty days.
2: She passed uh like a month later. Devastating bro Just devastating But like you said man, At least she knew You were getting out Yeah she knew So uh, They come and get me Put me in shackles Now I, I'm talking to this guy The whole time we're, we're talking So he doesn't know who I am He's just got a He's just got a You know Whatever they tell him About me He doesn't know a lot about me Right So we're talking We talk the whole time We get into California And he's taking me to Sacramento He's driving you He's driving me So finally now We talk for a long time he Pulls over to a uh, into a parking lot and it's in an In-N-Out Burger.
3: <laughs> 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 so I haven't had an in n Burger
2: ever. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> That's crazy. So he pulls over. He, he takes me out and he tells me, "Uh, I'm gonna take the shackles off." So he takes the shackles off and uh, we walk into an in and out Burger and i'm thinking everybody's looking at me ain't nobody's looking at me dude i'm dressed like everybody else right. you wear All regular right. clothes yeah i'm wearing regular clothes and so is he he doesn't look like a cop you can't really All tell right. he's, a, he's an he's agent an from C D C. yeah he's an yeah. escort right. he doesn't have no gun or anything visible hey man hold, he... on <laughs> hold on a second hold on a second
0: so like he says, we're at In-N-Out Burger, and you know what In-N-Out Burger is? I mean,
2: I've heard of it. I've never been to it. Can you I, already smell it? Oh man, it's Can you like, smell man. the grill, like <laughs> dude! <laughs> uh-huh. Right? It's like heaven after what I've been eating in Nevada—the worst <laughs> fucking. Let me tell you, Nevada's fifty 50th in every, 50th in everything, every category there is, and, and, you know when it comes to the worst of everything. And What kind of food do they serve you in Nevada? It's horrible, dude. It's not. I mean, you have to you have to hustle to to eat in there. You don't the shit. You don't go to Charlie's. Bad. I just if, feel sorry for guys who didn't have money. Mm. So 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 you so so you so you're like this is in and out and it's like the
0: red and white. He sign. tells me
2: order what you want. <sighs> uh, <laughs> and, <sure>. and <laughs> really? <laughs> and you like and you walk in <laughs> and you feel self-conscious because like. Well, I think everybody knows I'm in prison. I just yeah, out of pr- yeah, I'm on yeah, parole. Yeah, everybody yeah. Knows, right? Knows, you never. But nobody knows shit. They don't know me. I mean, they, no one's even looking at me, but I think they are. You know? <laughs> Some right. guy's probably yeah. like, hey, man, you're behind me, <laughs> yeah, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Get out <laughs> of hey, an
0: order or what? Yeah, <laughs> can hurry it up, Grandpa. He's
2: so we, like, we yeah. order, we get our order, we sit down, we eat. What'd you order? Hold on, yeah. My number two. <laughs> <laughs> he told me to order. it. He said that was the one, so I did. That's it. yeah. I, 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 so, dude, so you weren't even sure what to order well, yet. I, no I would have been like,
0: can I get two number twos? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, I'm still at this point. He tells me to order what I want, but I'm thinking, you know, I'm... I'm not going to just, you know, order everything I want. Right, right, right. right. (laughs) He's buying, so...
0: You're t- so you you're still in the mind frame of like, wait a second, I don't wanna blow it up too big yeah, yet, cause I don't wanna fucking yeah, don't, fuck any shit yeah, out I don't, I don't, I don't wanna to feel that. like
2: some, you know, some like I'm just some fucking slob, but I'm buy what I want. You, you, know, see, that? More. you yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You he see that? You see that you
0: could do thirty five year whatever and still have dignity. The guy yeah. comes out of shackles and he's still like, Look, <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah, prey exactly. upon this guy's polite. I mean. <laughs> and I could've and I, I, I could've. Yeah, I could have
2: I could have made him spend fifty bucks, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. You, you, you. Let's, that's a gentleman. Wait, the number Absolutely. two is just a single burger, right? Uh, I don't think it is a single. It's uh, is it, the number one's the double burger, right? I, think I don't the two know. Was the good one? He said so I, That's yeah. why I, I don't know. It was. It was I'm like a, heaven, dude. You're listening to him. Bro. He's telling yeah. you it was good. All right, it. all right. Hold on a second. Oh, no. You can pull it up right there.
0: I'm running right now. <laughs> well, now let me ask you. Yeah, this. I love
2: Google, do you? <laughs> yeah. I love the internet. Right? They didn't
0: have Google <laughs> when you didn't went know in. No. You had to actually go down to an actual library and see yeah. if you could find that you shit. You ain't pulling this up. <laughs> <is it?
2: laughs>
0: so, uh, did, you, did you take your time? Like, what did you do when you had that
2: burger in your head? Oh, I just ate and was watching everybody because I was making to make sure they weren't watching me. You know, it, was just, it was just a re- surreal experience. Right, yeah. right. Number
0: one is the double double. So he knows, uh, <laughs> Number knows. number two Damn. is the cheeseburger.
2: Okay, that's what I ordered then.
0: You got cheeseburger fries and a drink. Tr- right. So you were that's so
2: gentlemanly, did. you didn't even want to. you no, didn't I, even want to go for the the double. Burger. I just didn't want to overdo wanna... it. It seemed like I was this guy. Right. You know, I'm just gonna take advantage of this cop. But I, I can't
0: you know. believe. I mean, I can't believe what I'm hearing right now. I mean, this guy, <laughs> right? All the stuff that he went through, all the different things <laughs> he went through, and at the very end, he's like, you know what? I'm not going to take advantage of this cop right here. I'm going to order a simple cheeseburger because I'm a gentleman. (laughs) I'm not a fucking pig. I'm not a scumbag. I'm not a slob.
2: All right. So, okay. And so so you're there. Here we eat. We eat, and we go back to the car, and he doesn't put me back in shackles. Oh, and he's supposed to. That's great. Because uh, you didn't do the double-double. Nah, double. Nah, maybe that's what it is. But he, <laughs> yeah. he just, now he knows I'm the kind of – he trusts me. I'm not going to do anything stupid. I'm not going to run away. I'm not going to assault you talk,
1: him. Now, you talked for a while, too. He yeah, we were talking for
2: down. a long time. We went to Nevada, for, all the way from northern Nevada, to, to almost to Sacramento. Damn. That's quite a long drive. Yeah, that is. So, and, it, and it ain't that interesting of a drive, either. No, it's not a good drive, especially I'm really uncomfortable because I'm in a cage. Right. You know? So – he never puts his shackles back on, and we end up in Sacramento, which he changes as another agent t- takes takes over. Did that ta- guy put you back in shackles? No, All no. Right. Takes me to uh, uh, the parole office in San Francisco. They process me there, and then they take me to uh, Delancey Street, where I was supposed to do two years. And what is that? What place is that? It's uh, it's on Embarcadero. It's it's on Embarcadero in Delancey. It's a huge mansion, of a hotel. This 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 Mimi, me, me, I forget me Mimi still—I forget her name—but she started it. It's a place with about 500 people, and it's a—it's a—it's a rehab center, but it's an incredible place, dude. It's just—it's amazing. But it's a work. What it really is is a work in your face program, and I wasn't ready for that. What does that mean, work in your face? I it, it mean, constantly, you constantly—you work 16 hours a day, just doing really dumb shit. Minimal, just moving chairs and doing repetitive things. It's just. So it's the, supposed to get you to work to learn how to work with each other and work together. And the idea was to keep you fucking busy, yeah, so that you wouldn't but maybe. The place takes. I mean, the place was incredible. It was a mansion. It was a. It was a. It was a hotel. Is what it is. It's got like five hundred rooms. Let me ask you a quick question. What? So okay, you had the in and
0: out. You had a little. You wet your whistle on a little <laughs> cheeseburger. When did you have the
2: meal that you've been waiting for thirty years to have? Where you were like, "Fuck uh, this! Well, gonna, I t- am." This, gonna, this is gonna, gonna blow your mind. Yeah. But I was a cook when I got out. after I once once I got out, and I'll tell you, how I got out of Delancey Street. But once I got out of there, and I went through Walden House, and I graduated there, and went to work. I was a cook. You know, because I I cook and I like to cook, so I did that for a while. But I didn't have the meal that this is going to be. This is crazy. I was just telling Steve about it the other day. I didn't have a steak until recently, and I've been out almost three years. Okay, so when you say you had a steak, you haven't had a steak until recently. What did when? How well, long ago? Uh, a month ago, not even a month. A month ago, yeah. A steak. I went to a place called uh, a month ago. A month ago, Texas Roadhouse. You guys familiar with it? Yeah, yeah. Pretty incredible place. Pretty good. A, a, a girl that I'm seeing took me there, and I hadn't been there. I'd never been, never heard of it. We went, went inside, and they got this big case of steaks, and you order the steak you want right there. And I ordered this. We, I ordered two, one for me, one for her. And they were they were like twenty ounce ribeyes. They were thirty bucks a piece, and you get the meal was like a hundred bucks. Well worth it. So hold on, hold on, hold and on. And that's I took half the steak home because I couldn't eat it all. That's how big it was. Well, that and was you're my like first a big steak. dude.
0: You're yeah. how tall
2: are you? 6'3". Six, 6'3", three.
0: Six, three, and he couldn't eat a, a twenty. Let me tell you something. I, I in my like I'm five 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 six, and I've eaten a porterhouse for two <laughs> in one city. I can't do no it. I can't no problem, do it, dude. dude, From, dude. You, what about, dude? Sean and I, <laughs> you guys aren't going to believe this. Sean and I together ate four. Ribeyes, right? Together, (laughs) because we did the ribeye challenge. Because one day, oh, you gotta eat so
2: much, eat it all. No, no, no.
0: Listen to this. Listen to this. Like Sean and I like food too. So Sean, I talk. I call. I'm like Sean. We gotta listen. Let's let's eat a real. Let's find out what the best fucking ribeye in Los Angeles really is. I hear a lot of talk, and we went and we went to different butchers. We went to different. Uh, stores, we drove in a circuit of about 30 miles to pick up four of the best hands down raw ribeyes. We... It was amazing. And we even got one that was aged. Dry I aged. Love it. Dry I aged. Love, I dry aged.
2: Maybe that's the next one. Listen, <laughs> we took them back. We took them back. We
0: we we went on. Uh, we got the exact way, the best way to cook a ribeye. Not too much bullshit Salt on Salt and it. pepper. That's, that's it. it, right? Yeah. Hot pan. Da-da-da. Yeah. Uh, Did yeah. them all identical. Kept them identified we even timed the rest, <laughs> the right rest, everything, and we cut into those and ate those ribeyes. They were perfectly cooked. They were oh so. It was probably the best food experience I've ever had. Oh, it's amazing, man, and it yeah. delivered. Yeah. Right. And and at the very end of it, we determined that the dry aged ribeye, Is that was the creme the de la creme. Now creme. I have to agree with you guys, and I am,
1: I am. You guys, when you're
0: talking about cooking
1: ribeyes, buying ribeyes, aged ribeyes, yeah prime cut ribeye you're talking about what i do for a living right i eat and cook ribeyes i've eaten them at the best restaurants i personally cook ribeyes 2 to 3 days a week right really? well Marble, let me tell you this marbled he- aged oh yeah bro like i'm the i know about what you guys are talking about when you talk right. about that right and the 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 dry aged ribeye is the best taste it is Rib, uh, be, you know It's the most uh, complex So I had it's my so second steak uh, they Last night Marbled right <laughs> <laughs> So, so I made, made steak. I made ribeyes yeah. You did Not dry yeah. aged But I bought ribeyes From the butcher Yeah, and yeah. had marbled ribeyes Last yes, night sure I did
2: us. With rice And with the salsa side It was just It was Ooh. incredible dude You All right. pictures of it Yeah I got pictures of it yeah. nice. For sure That's Okay So that was my second steak Since I've been out three years Nice Okay so let me ask
0: you A question then Alright What's Real quick, it's like r- rapid fire. Was there, when you got out and you finally had some you know, time to fucking go and buy some shit, was there one snack food that you were like, I gotta try this. I've been seeing it on TV. Never had that. I gotta have tried the fucking Chili no, chilitos.
2: there wasn't, dude.
0: Was uh, there a drink where you're like, okay, I've heard about
2: Dr. Pepper. I never really had one. No, than- I had all that. There, there was, there's really nothing I can pinpoint at that, that I wanted to have when I got out. I know people say, oh, not, I didn't know what meal they're going to have. I didn't. Okay. Now I just at, thought just getting out was just, just it was just like an amazing experience for me to get. Let out. Let me ask wow. you
0: a question. This is serious. Now this is let's calm it down and let's get real for a minute. We've had a, an amazing discussion, but this is about to go to another level.
2: Okay. Here we go. All right, this is, is about this gonna to, make me cry. I don't know. You, you, <laughs> everything we, makes me cry. Right? No, no. We have to, I'm a sensitive guy. Everything yeah. makes me cry. Nah.
0: Listen. Tell me, please, please, if you could. If you would be gentlemanly enough to, well, do I told you at the beginning. Now, there's not a question I won't answer. What was the first time you finally were able to be
2: with a woman? Oh God,
3: <laughs>
2: what was that like? Uh, it, it's hard. You can't describe it, dude. It's just—it's the way, the smell, the feel. It was amazing. I mean, you can't, you can't. How
0: long after right you made it to fucking Delancey Street or whatever? Wh- at what point were you able well, to find? Finally- well,
2: you have to understand, I was in Delancey Street for two weeks, or almost a month. They got me out of there, put me into a Walden House, which you're you're under scrutiny the whole time. Yeah. So it, I wasn't with a woman for six months. <sighs> after that. Yeah. But I mean, you could. So it was driving me crazy, dude. But you
0: could run your own game. I mean, you had a little more options. So yeah. obviously, you could take your time in the shower or whatever you do. I don't know what to do. know, <laughs> I mean, every,
1: you know. You can't, take, you can't take all that much time in Walden House No, shower you can't. Either. There's a lot of
2: guys <laughs> driving so, by, yeah, by the same shower. Right. Right. He so, still didn't get to that yet. Yeah. So I uh, until I, I. Actually, the woman I was with, we ended up starting dating. And it was really a strange the way it happened was. She was in an abusive relationship. But someone asked me, "I've had a, a. I just bought a brand new car. <sighs> finally bought my first car, and I was. I knew I was, I told myself what I was going to do. Yes. So and I did. Uh, and this girl that I know, she asked me if I would get, take. A friend of hers was. Uh, was would I take her to her? She was quitting the program she was in because of some foul shit they'd done to her. Yeah. She'd been there eleven months. Complete. Done everything she's supposed to do. So I said, "Sure, I'll take her." So. she goes, I give you $20 in gas. I said, I'll do it. And I took her to Oakland and dropped her off in Oakland thinking I'd never see her again. Yeah. Never thought much about it. We had small talk. She was with somebody so I didn't disrespect her. Right. And uh, about a a month later I get a call from the same girl telling me, man, this guy's abusing her and doing this and doing that. Would you go get her? And I said, absolutely. I'll go get her. (sighs) So she said, listen, the guy's just left. Please go get her. So at first they called me back up. They called me And told me the guy was abusing I said, "Listen, what do you want me to do? I'm on parole. Call the police. That's what they're here for. I want me to go down there and go to jail. Right? You know, domestic thing? No, I'm cool. Yeah, I don't need that. Yeah, I don't need that,
0: dude. Do you know how
2: long I've been away? I don't (laughs) need (laughs) that. Yeah, so I'm about. I'm trying to figure out how to.
0: I'm trying to figure out how to eat a steak around (laughs) here. I don't need that. Yeah,
2: I'm not gonna go fucking barge in some place and play hero. Right. So I know how the domestic things turn out. Right. Right. So we get, we. uh, I said, dude, they don't call. I mean, I don't hear from her again. Now a couple weeks go by, and I get a call. Listen, she said, she, the guy just left, can, she, can you please go get her? I said, tell her, grab a bag, I'll come get her. Right. So I go, she's outside, I go get her, she jumps in, and we, we're going to go to Monterey is where her her friend's at. It's a very romantic place, Monterey. It's cool. So, but it only takes a couple hours, it took us about six hours to get there. Right. Because we're, we're, now we're talking, and still I'm not hitting on her, and we're, we're getting close. And uh, we get to Monterey, uh, we spend some time there, and uh, I leave. Well, that, I, you know, so I end up going back. Right. And one thing leaves another, we end up just hooking up. on, Come <laughs> on. What the fuck?
0: Listen, this
2: woman, this beautiful
0: spirit, this this dignified this woman
2: 38 year old woman that All right, <laughs> much half my age.
0: All right. We, will, <laughs> all right, we and she will remain nameless because yes, we're sir, gentlemen absolutely, here. Absolutely. All right. But so listen. Well we spent a year together after this. Beautiful. We were together for a year. It's a beautiful thing. So listen, and, and I know how a man's mind works because I'm a man. I mean, you don't even have to be away for that long for your mind to start being like, "Well, this might could possibly be because some I'm not gonna jinx it by yeah. counting my I'm, chickens. I don't
2: want to go buy no pussy, but I'm you know, not, yeah. not at this point yet. I'm not right. there yet.
0: Okay. Yeah, so. so this woman, right? You leave her, but you said one thing leads to another.
2: I mean, what? How, how did you? How well, did- we're, in a, we're in a motel room. We're all there's a bunch of us there. We're not it's just not just me. It's me, her, and her friend, and you know her 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 friend's friend, and and. She just comes over and starts coming on to me. That's how kind of how it worked, how it happened, and we just hey,
0: like dude. They come left on. and left come us alone. on, there. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on a second. So she comes up. So you guys are just kind of hanging We're out, just in a, it, yeah, in a, a hotel, hotel room, right? All somewhere. above
2: board. Yeah, that's what is getting weird. And then well, I, yeah, Look at this. I'll be honest with you. She, yeah, she's you abu- know she's just gotten out of an abusive relationship. Right. And I'm not gonna. I'm not the kind of guy that's gonna take advantage of that.
0: Right. You don't. You wouldn't don't even want... order the double double like in no, and out. How you definitely. I don't want no
2: part of that. So you're
0: not pushing anything. No, absolutely not. Right. You're being a gentleman, which probably, right, in her estimation, probably made you like a gentleman.
2: Probably held you in higher esteem. Well, she's she made the first move on me, and that's what started it. What? So let me ask you a question. What was the move? Well, I was laying on the bed and she was laying on the other bed. She just came over and got in bed with me. And that's that is obvious what was happening at that point. I'm not, I mean, I remember, <laughs> I remember how that works. Well, that's your <laughs> question. Like, so do you
0: have to like exert some control not to go off in two seconds?
2: Well, I've never had that problem.
0: <laughs> but I mean, I, some guys listen. I've never had
2: that problem. I'm just saying I'm not. I'm not being you know. I'm not being a clown or saying I just never had that problem.
0: That's fascinating because some guys like if they go a long period without being with a woman, they don't even have an actual problem. But they're just so well, excited that they just fire no, off a shot it didn't in two work seconds. That way for me, not at no. all, huh? <laughs> it's like riding it took up a bike. A long time. <laughs> <laughs> do you get, do it? And then was there? Was it? Let me ask you a different question. Was <laughs> yeah. there? Okay, so um. Ash, you, so she got undressed, right? Well, yeah, that's pretty much how it works out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> dressed. So like, are you, I mean, so on some level, are you also outside of yourself watching this and being like, all right, it's finally, you know, here it's been a long time and here I am and here's this moment?
2: No, it wasn't like that. It was just, it was like, like I had never, it, like it was just hadn't been going away that long. Like it wasn't that long. Just picked up right, just right where normally, you left yeah, off. Yeah. Picked up right where you left yeah. off. Like it, just like we'd been doing it the whole time. Can you believe that? Wow. You weren't nervous about anything. Like maybe well, I'm, a little, I'm a little nervous. I haven't been with a woman in something so many years. Yeah, I was a little nervous, but.
0: But yeah. you knew the things still worked and all I That's was a... comfortable
2: with her. Right. So it worked out. Look at that.
0: This guy, <laughs> right?
2: Good what job, the Brian. fuck? Good job. job. There's oh, a job, lot, Ryan. There's a so lot of guys. These the guys are holding up tens right, right now. So let me so. ask you.
1: Let me ask you a question. What's been What's been the most you know over the last couple years what what do you find tell me some of the most challenging things in paroling after doing 35 years in prison and you know readjusting to society today what what tell tell me some of the what are some of the biggest hurdles that you've had to face
2: the biggest hurdle i've faced so far is, is the financial aspect of living out here in society being I able to take care of yourself, take care of yourself, because and you know, I live in a, I live in a city where where I'm required to live there because I'm on parole. In San Francisco, San Francisco, and it's the most expensive city in the world. And, and you have to be there. I, ha- I have no choice. I'm forced to be there. And so, can you apply to move? Or? I mean, you can ask, but it, it you can you can apply you can put in to move, but it's it's hard to go somewhere else unless you've got family and it, there's a lot of things. A reason, in place. yeah. So I mean, I can go to Utah if I wanted to, but I mean, I'm. And, but my here's the thing, uh, my family, which is my blood family, my nieces and nephews aren't considered immediate family. Why? Uh, because I, I guess because of fucking parole board. I mean the parole they don't just. It's crazy, dude. How do you have immediate? My medi- sister's children and they're not considered. How immediate family. How do you
0: family. get immediate family if you're away for 35 years? Yeah, sisters.
2: Exactly. I mean I ho- you hope everybody survives still. I mean, you ha- right. You have to have sisters and brothers and your and your mother and father. That's what's considered immediate family. Right. So they're not even considered that. So. Uh,
0: so, you're living in San Francisco, which is right now maybe the most expensive it's place to insane, live in the United yeah, States, insane. right? It, it,
2: my it rent's, rents $1,500 a month, just my rent alone. And, like, how
0: big is your about apartment? That, it's not about, room. about this
2: size. Room. It's wow. Not, it's not even this
0: big. And he's talking about the conference room here in my law office, which, uh, you know, I don't
2: know what this is about 20 by 15, 30 by 15? By 15, yeah. It, the room, my room probably stops about right here. Right. So just a, a slightly bigger cell. Slightly bigger cell. It's, if it's nice, It's it's as big as this right here where I'm sitting from your wall where Sean's at over. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, let me
1: ask you this, Brian. It's
2: got a shower. It's got everything. It's got a shower and, a shower and all that stuff in it.
1: As I got a couple questions. But and
2: I live alone, which is really nice. Dad! Get, when you
1: first moved in alone, did you get to get into that shower or that bath and take uh, like a yeah. fucking hour and a half? Did you take a bath?
2: No, I haven't taken... Because my, my shower... That I have now, I don't. I'm moving on the first to my next to my other my other apartment. So it's but you know, I just did a shower in my other one, and so uh, yeah, you can, It's nice. You can take. You know, it's big and tight. It's nice. Did you,
0: you take, take a long shower? Were you like, you know what? I'm on a well, luxury every day, right?
2: Well, well yeah. But at that, <laughs> point, well, at that point, I've already I've been out. I've already been out. You know, two and a half years.
0: Right. And what about that? Like, can you do a road trip? Like you got your car? Did you ever just say, "Fuck it, I'm gonna take. Well, a, I'm gonna go."
2: <laughs> I actually have, and I went to jail for it. No shit. <laughs> I caught a violation about a year and a half ago for, for, my, for going to see my girl because she, she ended up down there. We, we had to find a safe place for her because this fucking piece of shit was trying to get, trying to get her. Right. So we had, uh, we took a, I ended up taking her to a program down in, in, uh, in uh, 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 Atwater. So I used to go down every week to see her. Uh-huh. Sometimes in the middle of the week. Right. It's a little over 100 miles. I'd You're not supposed
0: there. to be over there.
2: No, not without permission. 50 miles of my range. Oh. and I did it. I kept going. They kept catching me and telling me like they kept saying, Listen, motherfucker, you keep this shit up, you stop doing that. We're gonna you know, and they and I said, I won't do it again. Bam, same weekend I'm back down there again. Oh, uh, well, see I that's you're a gentleman.
0: You're a gentleman, but at the same time the feminine <laughs>
2: yeah, the feminine <laughs> My she's nose got, is wide open, believe that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I'm committed to her, so I'm not here, I'm not gonna be chasing the girls here, I don't do that. Gotcha. So I go down there and see her all the time. Right. So, wait, how long? So, then they've, they so they've they re- violate you? They violate me. Put me in jail for six days. Uh, they did take that, my car, put it in 10 pound. Did that wake you up? Oh, were you like, oh, fuck, what, up. Up. what am I doing? Yeah, it absolutely woke me up. Because I was here I am sitting in, I don't know if you know about the county jail in San Francisco, but it's not a nice place, dude. It's a horrible mm. fucking place. So
0: far, all these jails, none of, no one's ever said to me they're a nice place. <laughs> no, but <laughs> <laughs> this is exceptionally bad. So <laughs> so, there's, 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 I'm
2: Bryant. Does
1: parole... Did parole, have they been, the parole board, have they been of
2: help to you? Do uh, they
1: help you, or do they hinder you?
2: Well, it depends on how you look at it. They, You know, they have a job. I mean, I understand what their position is. They have a job they have to do, and they have guidelines they have to follow. I mean, I get all that. Uh, have they helped me? Uh, let's say this. They haven't hindered me. They haven't gone out of the way not off to, get to, to some, hurt me.
1: Did uh, they give you some clothing vouchers? So you no, they never clothing, gave me. The, the most vouchers. They, they gave me
2: f- $40 in Safeway cars twice. $40 they gave me in and Safeway cards after 30, yeah, 35 years me. in prison? <laughs> it's like, get out there, make it on your own, right? This is what you must do, and you got to maintain housing, you got to do this, you got to do that, and I've done all those things. So my question is this.
1: Is it a fallacy to believe that the parole board sets long-term offenders up, even short-term offenders up, for failure, when they send you out to parole, I mean they're put they're sending you out to the most expensive city. Well, I, I've in I've the said State. I used
2: to think that you know that by the fact that you're making me stay here, you're 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 putting me in a city where I have to stay where it's the most expensive city in the world, which I mean your chances of failure are great. So and you won't let me go, you won't let me live outside San Francisco. I have a fifty mile range, like I can't even live out, but I can't live outside the county. I can go fifty miles, but I can't live fifty miles.
1: This is what I'm getting at, Brian. You spent 35 years in prison, you're obviously institutionalized. What type of help, what type of support does this the Department of Corrections offer to help you readjust? Not much, society, not much. What type of preparation was given to you prior to you leaving prison?
2: Nothing, dude. Nothing. What do you mean? I was in Nevada, so. Nevada's way behind on the system as far as, uh, I don't know what California officers, I wasn't here, mm-hmm. but Nevada you shit, nothing. I, I, I just
1: I just find that amazing that there wouldn't be a pre-parole. Uh, well, I know in California there's a pre-release,
2: I think, right? A there's a pre-release, button. but I don't know what even that consists of anymore. Okay. Nevada doesn't even have that.
1: Uh, 25, 30 years, 35 years in prison, and you're going out. You came in at 23, 25, you're leaving at 60 i would think that there would be some type of preparation to help somebody There should be adjust
2: you would think yeah
1: but then again was there anything for you when you came in at 25 with a life sentence to adjust to accept that reality no. was there any type of counseling was there no. any type of hell no
0: so you know the thing is, is there is counseling
2: when you get out though there, there is there is counseling for, for in, in the cdc offers you counseling uh at the parole board. I mean, at the the parole office. So there is, you know, you can see a psychologist, a psychiatrist. Have you met with any of those dudes? I did at the beginning, yeah. And were were they
0: helped? Like, was it actually helpful or was it kind of just like, uh... It was helpful
2: in this respect. They just gave you someone to talk to. Right. If you needed to get something off your chest, she was there to listen. She was kind of nice. She was nice to look at. Okay. All (laughs) right. So... That was about it.
0: Yeah, cuz you know what, you know, I'm hearing what you're seeing Steve and I'm like, you know, when like when Brian went away, there was no cell phones, there was no internet, there was no like smartphones where you could actually just dial in like, oh, I'm going to put an address in here and it'll tell me how to get there. Right. All these different things. I'd learn all shit on my own. Man. I it all on my own. And then I got to imagine like also like what in terms of getting employment, right? You got to tell them like, look, I went away, you know, da 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 da. How, how hard, how hard are employers on? Like, what's it like trying to get a job?
2: Well, I, in San Francisco, it's very easy. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. There's, because first of all, in San Francisco, they they can't they can't ask you if you've ever been arrested. Got it. They can't. They, that box is not on the ballot anymore. It was called. Oh. To remove them. They removed that a long time ago. Okay. So employers they can respect like even when you go to a to fill out an application for to move into an apartment, they can't ask you if you've ever been arrested for a crime. Right. So. Those kind of things, but and they can it, ask you if you were convicted in the last ten years. Got it. I wasn't convicted in crime in the last ten years, so I say no. Damn! All right, so good. So I've, I've never had a problem at all with an employer. I've had jo- I've never. I've had a job that, since I was able to work. Awesome. Which was six months in, I was able to work, and I've been working ever since. Right. I went and two what, jobs. I, what, I do a lot of things. What kind of jobs do you take? Well, when I, my first job was a uh, was was a company called Managed by Q, and they're a, they're they're a company based in New York, and they. They clean office buildings. They do catering. They do a myriad of things. They do. So I had three buildings I took care of. Three big office buildings I took care of, which is a which is a, you know it was decent. You know, and then eventually I went from there. I was cooking. Uh, I was what uh, did I was you, a prep what cook? Prep cook. What uh, like what kind of food? Uh, it depends. I worked for I worked for a few great good places, but uh,
0: like were you prepping like uh, steaks? Were you prepping salads? What were you prepping? Yeah, a
2: lot of stuff like that. Just chop it. Delis, we had a deli line. I sometimes prep for that. Were you making yourself crazy sandwiches and eating? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I still never ate a steak until. That's recently. so crazy. <laughs> Is that crazy, dude? Yeah. And then he took me a steak the other night. That was my second steak. Yeah, which was, was amazing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's been employment's been really easy. If you if you're not working in San Francisco, there's something wrong with you. You don't want to work. Damn, you heard in here that. first. Yeah You don't want to work.
0: Dude, I we you know what we, I I got related to somebody who will remain nameless right about now, but I should bring <laughs> him to see you and be like, listen, if you don't want to, if you can't find work because
2: you don't want to, See in San Francisco. He's bullshitting then. Listen, straight up, you <laughs> don't want to work. So, listen, and here's the thing, yeah, you know, San Francisco's a sanctuary city, right? They yeah. they 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 practice uh, harm reduction. It, it's, it's that simple. That city embraces you. Nice. It's been my experience. Nice. So
0: let me ask you this. Okay. So, so, so how about this? Cause I would imagine like I'm imagining you did what you had to do, right? You did whatever you had to do and you did it and you eventually against the odds walked out, right? And you had to keep your mind together up to a point, right? To make it through all that. So you can come out, get a job, get a girl, get a car, almost go back. But then, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you do all that.
2: And I'm then, on my second car now. So.
0: Nice. And so then, what about like? Do you encounter people who haven't really even been challenged
2: yet in life, and yet they find life almost impossible to do? Oh yeah, there's, there's people like that everywhere. I, I run, you run into people like that all the time. Don't want to work. I Does mean, it I, drive you crazy? Let me tell you what I do for a living. I work for a company called Right 360, which is Wallhouse, which is the program I graduated from. Got it. I went through that program. They hired me. Uh, that company's been really good to me. Uh, they, they're not perfect by any means. Right. But uh, I, work for, I work as a uh, patient safety navigator, which is a, a PSN, which I also work in the outreach department. Right. So I, I go out in the community, and I, and I work with the homeless and, and the drug addicted and trying to get them off the streets and change their lives. Wow. So, and I run into a lot of people like that out there that just don't want to fucking do anything but have their hand out. So I have to, you know, it's hard to, you have to deal with people that think they're entitled and you have to put all that to your side and, and uh, you know, and understand they're in the throes of addiction and they're having they're myri- lots of problems they're having and you just do every, what you can to help them. Do you ever just break off your story and be like, listen, I've
0: heard you complain <laughs> about this fucking bullshit for like t- three months now. Let me tell you
2: what's really going on. Well, here's what I get. I've, I've got people coming in that I went through program with. Yeah. And they're, back on, they're like, I call them like professional programmers. Right. Because that's all they do. Right. Program, program, program. I mean, come on, get a fucking grip, dude. This is what you want to do. You I mean, you see what, what living in the right does. Right. Why do you want to do this? Why do you want to live like this? Right. Some people don't get it. They just and, and and nobody really knows what the answer is
0: for that. They just some people just, they just don't. don't get
2: wanna stop using. The addiction. They
0: don't want to stop using. Let me ask you a different question. Do you have any success stories that you've worked with and like you could say to yourself, you know, I had this fucking I had a, a this ter. I had this challenge. I went through it,
2: but you know what? I made a difference, positive in someone's life. Well, I gotta tell you, that's just funny you said that because just the other day I'm sitting in the in the uh, 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 in the lounge, not our, our lounge, but our reception area, and it's it's getting late in the day, and this these these guys come out, and this guy stops. He goes, "Dude, I, I want to tell you something. Every time I tell my story to people, it's I tell my story about you because of what you did for me." He starts telling me how he he was from. Another city. and He came here and he couldn't get in, and I, I was the only one there. Yeah, because I worked a late shift there, and he told and he said that I offered him, I I gave him what he needed, to, and he stayed. I, I talked him into staying, and he st- I got him a bed for the night in the Silvering center, and he said if I wouldn't have got that bed for him, he would have he was you know, he was going to call his dad and leave. He wasn't gonna, he was going to say fuck it and leave, and he said I tell that story every time I speak somewhere because. He said, "Because I made a difference in his life,
0: like a positive difference."
2: Absolutely. How does it feel to be able to at least get that kind of feedback? It was it was amazing. And there was there was several people in the allow in the, in the, in the, in the at the time that heard the whole story, listened to him, and they were like blown away. Because I didn't know they made that, that kind of changes. I didn't know I made that kind of influence. I had that kind of positive impact on him.
1: You had that. You had that type of impact on my life. How so? I was up there in How some? San Francisco. How some? Yeah, just yeah. He went through the program. I went through the program, but I, I. Uh, I, there was definitely in times in San Francisco where uh, it was difficult, man. I didn't have any family or friends up there, and uh, Brian, man, was uh, was man. He saved me a number of times. He was the the dude that had, was in my corner,
0: you know. Like uh, how so? Like what does Brian do for you? Like li- like what you just described is isolation.
1: You isolation, were, absolutely. And then Brian steps in, it. and uh, I'd call Brian, man. He'd come over. And, pick me up he'd hear me out he just you know he showed up he was consistent man he was always there and really showed up as a friend for me and helped me help me deal with hard times a lot of loneliness and uh, being away from everything and just down on what my life might have looked like a couple years back uh when I was struggling bro he was I tell him that all the time. Yeah, man. he does. Like, I he never turn me. my back on him. Do other he, people he, did? He helped. He, he really stuck. Helped me. Yeah, he really helped me through dude, some hard times, bro. Dude,
0: so Brian helped you with some hard times, and now here he is on <laughs> hard luck <laughs> Yeah, Hard uh, Luck, on bro. your yeah. show. <laughs> what are the odds, huh? Right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I gotta say, you know, dude, when Brian, you said that,
0: I watched Brian's eyes tear up. There's uh, a lot of emotion. I yeah. love this guy. Brian. <laughs>
1: Brian is the type of guy that allergies <laughs> that. Yeah. you're allergic to feelings here's something that I've I don't know maybe I had it prior to prison maybe maybe I learned it in prison and Brian's real familiar with this is that when you're in prison, all right especially on level four yards three yards all you have in prison You don't have a car to pull up in. You don't have a car to drive away in. You don't have some apartment you can go hide in. You don't have a bunch of clothes you can put on and hide behind. You don't have a gun you can go get. All you have is your fucking word. Your word and your actions is everything is riding on your word. That's all you have. And. If you're a liar, if you're full of shit, if you're a fake, it's going to come out because you can only act for so long. And I've seen the best actors act, man, and I've seen it fall out the bottom. And it does every single time. 100% of the time, nobody can act it all the way through. You live with people for a certain amount of time. Am I lying? The truth is going to come out, man, because nobody can keep on acting and acting and acting.
0: Wait, hold on what is it okay like you had the best actors that you've seen do you have an actual example in your mind you don't have to say who but you're like this person he came in he was mad dot or whatever and then eight years in he finally cracked and you could see he was full of shit he was talking whatever it was it do you have somebody that you know of, like in your mind Uh, lots of them i've
1: seen lots 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 of them them. (laughs) (laughs) lots of them bro come in one way and it doesn't take eight years.
2: We call it going out backwards. Because <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> they go out backwards. They, they come in there, they put on a facade, and then eventually they get found out, and then out the, the backwards they go.
0: So what is it that usually is the compelling? Because Steve's writing a play right now. right? Steve's working on a play. It's very... What is the it's thing it's that... Okay, c-
1: because, okay, I'll tell you what the, it
0: is. And this is directly in Everybody one of the... Everybody
1: comes in a certain way. Okay. And you slowly start to see... That person that came in slowly start to change. What is it? Into that they, something else, right? Yeah. What, how do they come in and they're like just talking big come shit? In, no, come in like almost regimented, legit, say something, do it. Have their program, follow it and stay consistent. And they're consistent and consistent. And every day they're still consistent. And a year down the line, they're still consistent. And another year. Down the line and that doesn't happen. Most people, they just change it all up sooner or later. They're not who they were when they they're not who they claim to be or they or it was just an act that falls apart. Really OK, quicker. so 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 am I, am I making yeah, any kind no, of sense right dude, now? Dude,
0: you make making total sense. What I'm hearing, though, what I'm hearing. What are you talking about? <laughs> what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is, is that what you're saying is, is like it might even be like they're scared. Right. And they realize they fucked up or they realize, like, okay, I got to do this serious. Right. So they come in and they're like, all right, I'm going to be about about it. I'm going to fucking have my shit later. But and then there's a point in time where they become comfortable and or they're no longer got that drive, that whatever it was, that boot in the back. And that's when their true self really starts to come out because they, they they were only doing that on account of just whatever that initial energy is when you come into a place like that.
1: Right, exactly. So, so I might have gotten a little bit sidetracked there by making that statement and bringing that out. But what I'm getting back to is that it's all about your, at, like all you don't have anything to hide behind in there. Like you're as good as what your word is and you say you're going to do in there. And that's how everybody's judged. You can't outdo somebody. You're either solid and you do what you say and you're that guy dead there or you're not. And Brian, uh, I'm constantly getting my heart broken because people tell me something and then they don't do it. Or they just don't give a shit out here. You know what I'm saying? And I'm used to like, there's there's an aspect of prison, there's an aspect of good motherfuckers in prison that when they tell you they're going to do something, it don't matter if it kills them you are gonna get it done, man, because they gave you their word, man. That's just the way you get done. You don't spit out the side of your neck and say you're gonna do some shit and then just, just forget about it, man. That's some bullshit. Right. And I wanna say is that Brian was really, really like that, bro. And and I try and be like that. Like, he's just really like that. When that guy was like, dude, I'll come through at this time, or I'm gonna get that for you, or I'll try and get a hold of that. Or, and he would just do it, dude. Every single time, he wouldn't drop the ball. And I tried to be the same way with Brian, with what I say I'm gonna do. I cut, try and come through, and like told you, I was gonna have that on this day. That, 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 and there it is. Right. And that's kind of the relationship we have. And he's always upheld that, and it's something that he brought, and he brought it from being in prison for a long time. And that's what he expects, and that's something that I've grown to expect and I respect. And he's just that guy, because I've seen people not be like that with Brian. Right. And he'd be like, what the fuck is this shit? And I'm like, I'm sorry to break the news to you, Brian, that the world don't operate like that. Hey, like hold on a Most motherfuckers are just full of shit. And uh, I It's would like watch a high it.
0: point right now, I would say. People who say they're going to do something and not follow through. I feel like it's at a high point right but now. It
1: happens all the time, all bro. Day. And I'd see this guy like be like, "What the fuck kind of shit is this?" <laughs> but I realized that he was getting out of doing a lot of time in prison. Where when you say you're going to do something, you better fucking do it. You well, know what th- I'm
0: saying? Th- it's interesting that you bring that up because I'm thinking about the co defendant, right? Because like he wasn't the sure. only one that was there.
1: Well, me and Bri- absolutely, but me and Brian have different type of things going on between us from here to San Francisco. Okay. And I can count on certain things happening from San Francisco upon this guy. Just like he can get what I'm saying, Brian? Yeah, absolutely. And he can count on me. And there's different things that usually get fucked up and you're like, what the fuck? It doesn't with this dude. I can count on this dude. I can rely on him. I've been able to b- rely on this dude, bro. And he's
0: just a man of his word. Listen, of course this is the case. I mean, you're talking about a guy who did 35 years, walked right up to In-N-Out, had he could order, <laughs> and he, he, he got the number just two. a cheeseburger. <laughs> he got, he, he got, didn't got, go yeah, crazy. Right. He didn't. He didn't push himself on a vulnerable woman, even though he'd been 35 years. Da 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 da. So this is the kind of individual. I feel like I could
2: wait a little longer. Been 35. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> right. So of course he's a man of his word. He's a mensch. He's a mensch. mensch. Zaya mensch. (laughs) Whatever that means. (laughs) That's that's Yiddish for he's a guy. He's a real guy, right? He's 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 one. He's a wise guy. Now listen, but the question is: is there was a there were co-defendants? He wasn't the only one involved. Yeah, and now now that you brought it up, yeah. So so this is the kind of guy Brian is. So. This co-defendant who shall remain nameless at this for time. For now. For now, right? We, the lawyers checked it over. We can't say who exactly it is yet. Okay. Shit. Yeah, don't worry. We'll <laughs> listen, we've got a team of lawyers out there. Fucking. They're young I'm and not hungry. going
2: away, Robert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the, this co-defendant,
2: right? How much time did he do? None. Zero. Well, he was in custody for a minute. I'm, I don't, he didn't stay the night. I know that. He was uh, gone before the night was over. Whose guns were they? His. Who gave you the guns? He did. Who t- jumped over oh, to... Oh, f- let me tell you this part. He did. The part that he got on the stand when he decided to testify against me, which he didn't have to do. He didn't have to do this.
1: Oh, my He's God. Te- oh, I
2: didn't tell you. He's testified, he got on the stand and testified against me, and his entire testimony was a lie. Get the fuck out of here. A lie. Why? What was the I lie had about? nothing to lie about. I, I did what I did. Right. He got on the stand and said that... Last time he saw me, I was in his back room. I was in the back room washing up. I must have went in his office right there because his gun, that 38, was. He didn't talk about where the 45 must have came from, but that 38, which was the murder weapon, he said was in his. Last time he saw it was in his his desk drawer in his office.
1: Ooh. Oh, he don't claim to giving it to you. No, he oh. said he
2: has says he had. Not, he distanced himself as far from that gun as he could get, which I understand. I can I get it. Yeah, but I, I mean, get you're, you know, you're a coward, on. and you did what you did, and you don't want to take responsibility for did what you did. Did you stand
0: up on the stand and say, "Listen, I know I'm a bad man. I did what I did, but let me tell you something. It's I a I didn't lot. bring
2: the gun there. I take responsibility for what I did. I shot the. I killed the individual. I killed. I didn't bring that gun there. Did you t- testify and say that Robert handed me the gun? Did you point at Robert and say he handed no, me? No, he the- wasn't in the. He wasn't in the uh, in, in the courtroom. But I told him I didn't bring the gun there. But you didn't say.
0: Uh, it was handed to me by this guy, and he's no, lying about his testimony. No, no, no I didn't. You, you see that? You could have. I could have. Could probably thought but about But that would have made me a rat. And you weren't going to do that. Unbelievable. So let me ask you a question. You got to be real,
1: real careful about the questions you answer, the things you say in a court of law when you're going to prison. Yeah you would be real clear on what you're saying what you're not because that's going to be on your transcript even
2: though he testified against me doesn't give me the right, right to testify to against him
1: so by him saying i didn't bring the gun there that's just not that's a denial that's, that's a, a denial. denial that's just a denial that's not putting on that's very different than you saying hey and then somebody's name coming
2: out of your mouth that, that's going on that would have got, got me killed there you right go. you can't know go- it was he did what he did we can <clears> say right. it now right right he do he knows what he did and there's eventually he's going to have to accept responsibility for i'm going to make sure of it because i'm going to tell you this about him right now he's living, he's living an incredible life what do you mean he's extremely wealthy uh, he's in what connected. kind of business successful in business he's in what, business what kind of business Guy's a jeweler. Yeah, he's, a, he's in a jewelry business. Hasn't been for a long time. A diamond. He's connected with some really, diamonds. really influential people. Super celebrities. You Super told celebrities. me behind yeah. the scenes you wouldn't believe
0: who he's connected with yeah. through diamonds. And here's, diamonds. The thing. here's the
2: thing that really pisses me off about this whole thing. He has hid behind... He, all they talk about, all the thing I read is all the, he's a philanthropist. He's done this. He's, he's done, he's worked, it's all about charity. Mr. It, charity. It's fake, dude. I'm telling you, it's not who you think the people think he is.
0: So let me ask you a question. When Mr. Uh, Diamond Greaseball Charity, right, let's just say it what it is. When Mr. Diamond Greaseball Charity uh, very uh, happily helped the police to put you away, And you didn't turn around and say, listen, this guy, this, this guy, that. Right. And he didn't spend more than a day at most in protective custody. And he went out and he got himself diamonds and celebrities and ingratiated himself with the wealthy people in the world. He must have. Please, and I don't want you to break my heart right now, Brian. <laughs> he must have sent you thank you cards and sent you money, and, and
1: make took- sure you didn't struggle one day in prison.
2: Absolutely, right? that's the least he could have done. What did he do? None. Of, he didn't do none of that. He. There was a time when I was when I was fighting my case, and I had and I was trying to, and we were trying to get him to come forward and do the right thing. He wouldn't even do that, <sighs> and. He has nothing to lose at this point there's no one's gonna nothing can happen to him and he still let me he still let me just hang in prison he sent me a thousand dollars once he sent me a little money this was over 35 years he sent me shit. you know he might send me a dollar for every day i was in prison and i'm not being i'm not exaggerating and why he lived the high life out there you know, he, let Damn. Me, he let me struggle and fucking in prison even though i did what i did i did the murder i'm not i, I take full responsibility for for ruining all those lives but he brought that fucking gun there. But he had a part to play. Absolutely, did. He brought that gun there. That, if he had not brought that gun there, this would never have happened. I didn't go get that gun out of his room. He's lying through his fucking teeth, and now he's living behind a bunch of celebrities with a bunch of money and talking about how great he is. Not, not one time in none of that portfolio of his that I read did they talk about him being involved in a murder. Not once. No, they, they left that detail up. Not one time has he brought that up and tried to ask for you know, I, I, and forgiveness for what he did. Not one time, dude. And someday he's going to have to answer that. I mean... I want to he, make sure of it. I mean, so... so I, don't mean, I don't mean no harm. Right. I mean, so he's going to have to... That's going to come out.
0: It, it, so when you, when you say it's going to come out, like, what's in the works? What's in the works? What have you got that you're thinking about, like, in terms of the works? Like, what is the idea here?
2: Well, I, I want him to take responsibility for what he did. I want him to say he did what he did. Listen, that this is... you brought them... Those weapons were registered in his name. He, his fingerprints were on them. They His friends testified that he tried to get rid of the guns after the fact. Right, and he won't take responsibility for none of that. And he wouldn't have, and he didn't, and
0: he didn't even uh, come and say, "Hey, Brian, you were a solid guy. He stood up, and I know there's a little bit of unfairness here. I'm gonna take
2: care of you. I'm sorry for what I did, dude. Here, not once. He doesn't have it in him. He just stands behind all the charities he's involved in. It's fake. Right. And I'm glad he's helping kids and all that. You know, you should be helping them. Right. But it's not for the reasons people think it is. Right, it's smoking. in my mirror. mind. Smoking mirrors. Yeah, sure it is.
1: And if you would have acted the way he acted, he wouldn't be leading the light, the great life. No,
2: if I would have been a piece of shit and got there and and point, yeah. and, and burned point the his finger, ass,
1: he he'd have had to spend some time in prison too. Yeah, both of you guys would have yeah. had to eat that murder, right? Yeah
2: he right. was a, he was a he was a he was a, a conspiracy. It, it, right. it,
0: it might have lessened your time a little bit, or you might have at least uh, looked like you. And were he clo- might
1: not have gotten the same amount of time as him. Right, but it would have changed the directory the of dynamic, his life, and that guy would have had to do some time. Right. Bottom line, but
2: and he should have, right, right. right. You he bring should, a gun, fuck he should have done gets some with your he gun. He brought a weapon there, and he knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. He brought that gun there. That's I never, an accessory I never brought anywhere that gun else. There, that's dude. an
1: accessory, bro. Are you Listen, kidding me? Listen,
2: if I bring my gun, my gun
0: registered in my name, and I hand it to somebody who's on drugs, right, and it's late night and there's fights going on, and that gun and goes then, off and
2: then you climb the fence. responsibility at
0: some point, right? Absolutely. Then
2: you climb the fence and g- g- gain entry and then let us in. Oh, for oh, sure. Bro. Come on. Come on, man. Yeah, returning on.
0: to the scene of a
3: fight?
2: Yes. Yeah. And this let me let me say this, we were there to pick up an ounce of cocaine that he purchased earlier,
0: right from his dealer,
2: Mr. Charity Here, Diamond. Dude, can why 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 entertain guests? Can you guys go you and Greg go pick up this ounce of cocaine for me? Sure, sure we will go over there. We'll go to his house and pick it up for you. No problem. That's fine. He did the beat. I didn't did the beat. Cry about it? No,
1: he just did it. But, right, but look out.
2: Right,
0: do the right thing. Okay, well now listen. We're not so we're past that time now, right? Right, you did the time and we're past that time. Now you got a story to tell. Now I'm, you got a story to I'm tell. And I'm going to tell it. And you should. I'm going to. I think there's so much to learn from what you've been through in the sense of like and, and tell the truth and
2: be like, uh, "Listen, I'm, this is what happened." I've always told the truth.
0: You see that? You see that? You see you that? You see that? You see that? <laughs> you see that?
2: And I'm not going to change. I told, I listen, I killed a man. For, he didn't deserve what I, he didn't deserve to die. He, right. he didn't. You know, he, he whatever it is he did or didn't do, it, it, it was at my hand. And I'm, I, you know, i have haunted by it. And you've never made, you've never, you've never once ever, at least
1: with me, Brian, you've never ever tried to lessen or get behind or, you know.
0: He owned up to it. He've yeah, on, he's always
1: been, owned up yeah. to it. Always, you know. And General, I know that he's also fought with, Coming to terms with being out, you know, and and, and accepting and embracing his freedom after what right happened, You did you know? say
0: something
2: where you were like, I don't know if I deserve to be out. I don't I've had an issue with it since I've been out I don't you know. Am I glad to be out? Absolutely. I'm blessed, but I mean <laughs> At the same time, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on now with a family I you know they just happens crime happened here in Los Angeles and here I am but so they've done the when I got my pass They've looked to see if there's any victims, and there's none. You had to get a pass to come down yeah, here. You had to have a pass to come down here, right? And they check to make sure you have no victims in the area. And so apparently that family's not in this area anymore. I don't know what happened to them. I wish I did, you know. I and and I, I've never, I've never tried to lessen what I did, you know. And I did what I did, man. And I, and I <laughs> excuse me. because of me, there's a, you know, there's two two kids that were raised without a father. You know, every holiday there's an empty seat, and it's all my fault. But somebody else was involved in this, right? And they're not taking responsibility. They're, you know, they're out there behind behind charity, and all the celebrities I'm sure don't know what this dude did, right? And I just want you to, say, I just want you to stand up and say I'm sorry, right? I'm sorry. Is that asking too much? No, I don't think so.
0: There's just some people in this world that no matter what it is, their M.O., their main mission in life is just to never take
2: responsibility. Yeah, he's a fake, dude. Dude's a fake. That's all there is to it.
1: Well, listen, man. I, I mean, this is, uh, uh. So, you know, listen. I, I, I don't want to get too off track with that guy yeah. because this is about, for this show is primarily, and this is really about Brian and, and your, tr- you know, you, you know, c- getting through this, man, and, uh, and taking your lumps, man, and owning what you did, and, uh, you know, and, and at the same time, you know, you've had to trudge a road, man, and you've had to. And he did uh, it. Yeah, and you have. You, you, have the, you, you made your bed, you laid it, and here you are today, man, and you paid your price as society.
0: And he's, and, he's in, and going forward, he has um, made a positive impact in some other dudes' lives. Listen, Absolutely, I, I do what man. I do
2: because, uh, you know, I, I've been offered some some good jobs in San Francisco. I've turned down So I because i I mean I can't I can make amends for what I did but I can try to do something, you know And that's what I do I, if I can change people's lives I can help then that's why I, that's why I work in outreach department And you do and you do man, and I think
1: that you know so many times lives are Thrown away ruined uh, after something like this. There is nothing good coming out of it You know a lot of times and you know what man? We've gotten to, thank God, see this through, get to hear your story. And at the end of this thing, it's really the beginning of another chapter. And uh, it's a yeah. chapter of, uh, of uh, a solution. You know, it's a chapter of hope. Um, and that's what you bring to the table. And I think that's because you have persevered through this whole thing and kept your head on that you're able to at this point in time after all that, Still put your hand out. Still walk around um, with uh, you know you made a mistake, man. And today uh, you don't hide from it. You own it. And today you put your hand out, and you're part of a solution. And I think uh, I just think it's a pleasure knowing you, bro. I I feel honored to know you, and know your your struggles, and to know what you've gone through, and that you're here today, and that you help people, and that. Uh, you're not a resentful guy no, after all of this that's happened, right? Man, that you still come with a fucking smile and a good attitude, and that speaks about the type of guy you are. And those are the same pieces that got you through a 35-year sentence, because because I, I don't know a lot of people that can make it through that man, right? And still be. Holding it together, putting their hand out and moving forward and
0: turning down, you know, maybe a different like, you know, exciting job, whatever, whatever, materialistic, whatever, so that he could put his hand out and help people. Yeah, right. Bro.
1: And uh, I just commend you, bro. I commend you for the man you've been. Right. The, command- the man you are today. Right. And uh, I think all that shines through you're- whether you went through prison, whether you're out whether. I think what shines through the most is your character as a human being and a man, and that's the person that I uh, grow. I've grown to know, respect, and uh, and care about, man. And just I'm glad you're here, bro. I'm glad you're here and glad you made it through all that. <laughs> well, thank you, bro. I can't I, I can't tell you how much that means. I, I really appreciate it. And you have my full support, bro. Moving forward on anything, anywhere. Absolutely. Can, well, any way that we can help and be supportive of you, you, Brian. We got your back. I've got your back, brother. Thanks Man, you
0: and you know him. what? I love this guy. I've only met him just this, just, just, just now, right? Just today. And uh, I love this guy. I love how in touch he is. I don't know how many people who could do what Brian did and still be in touch with his emotions. Yeah, brother. Right? No. I mean, dude, part of surviving some things is disassociating, cutting that shit out and just turning into a machine. And you didn't do that. Yeah, You're yeah. in touch with your emotions, and to me, that speaks volumes about personal courage and fortitude.
1: You got a lot of work still to do, Brian. A There's lot. still hey, a lot of this yeah, story listen, to Yeah, listen, we ain't,
0: hey <laughs> hey, this ain't this ain't the finish line. Not even close. Not right. even close, <laughs> right? You've got uh, a lot. Listen, going don't on. mistake what we're saying, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Your new nickname is cheeseburger because you only ordered a single cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, gentleman cheeseburger. I meant to say three, but I. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, right I think, Brad, guys, I appreciate everything you guys are what you guys are saying. That's amazing. It that means a lot to me I, It's not why I did this
1: We're <laughs> gonna have you back on the show for sure yeah, I'd bro. love to you. want to keep bro. we want to keep up with you and find out what's going on because I know there's There's some things that are that are going do we we, we might life. have
0: to like do a section of the show called uh, Gentleman Boot Camp yeah. and yeah. what's gonna you be you to right? act like a
1: man we're gonna bring Brian
0: in <laughs> and put some guys through their paces and be like listen what are you doing like hold on a second let's check with Sergeant Cheeseburger <laughs> hey yeah, <laughs> yep. Sergeant right? Cheeseburger right like is this uh, is this you guys wanna it?
1: talk about how hard they got it <laughs> oh, and then we bring Brian in oh bro. dude
0: that's what's your excuse that's your show that yep, 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 let do, yep, yep, we'll do it let's do it let's bring in a hard, hard luck story yep, right? hard someone, knocks hard luck yeah, a guy comes in and we're like, listen, we want you to tell us exactly how bad it is, and we got a solution and what you're for you. Up against yeah, what tell, you us, tell us, tell us. You, you had back spasms and you fell on the ground. <laughs> yeah, you I can't was get talking up. about
2: somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got back
0: spasms and you can't make a schedule, and you fell like. down on the ground because you feel like you need to be hypnotized to figure out <laughs> yeah. what to do. And Daddy and, and Daddy, was, and daddy
1: was tucking in your shirt a little bit yeah, too yeah. long. <laughs> yeah. Listen, and listen.
0: then Brian walks in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we'll go. Listen, we're we're going to solve we've got a miracle solution for you <laughs> right this is this is going to solve all your problems um, right and we're going to say and okay the mystery Coach is coming through that door uh, right, right now. now. We'll get a smoke machine. We'll get the whole right, right, of- right, 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 Matt, right. are you are you ready? Are you ready to meet who is going to help you through this? Yeah. Right? He's been listening to your hard luck story outside. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And then just have Brian come, come in, in reveal yeah, it and be like, bolder. let me tell you what's really going on.
1: Ryan drives a brand new car. He lives. He's got right. a job. He's, He's turning down driving. jobs. <laughs> yeah. He
0: says if you ain't working and you just yeah. don't want to yeah. work, yeah. Yeah. right? And, he and kept his mouth shut. ketchup after
1: 35 years. <laughs> he God, got right. a
0: girl on blank, blank, blank. Yeah, right? no,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make everybody look retarded. No, I love it, Ryan. You make everybody look yeah. bad, but you just that. clown I people. I love that. <laughs> That's
0: it. That's it. That's it. Gentlemen boot camp. Get ready. Gentlemen boot (laughs) camp. Let's do it. All right.
1: (laughs) All right, brother. Thanks Thanks, for coming. Thanks for coming. All right. Thanks, bro.